0: On the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield IMG College. Countdown to tip-off is on the air. Over the next 30 minutes, we're previewing today's MTSU men's basketball game. Blue Raider basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there state farm when you want the real deal like a good neighbor state farm is there the tennessee highway safety office fans don't let fans drive drunk and by exit realty bob lamb and associates america's number one exit office now here's the voice of the blue raiders chip
1: walters Thanksgiving, it's Blue Raider basketball time on this Thanksgiving Thursday. Hello everybody, Chip Walters along with Kyle Turnham and basketball today from the Beach Bubble, the Gulf Coast Showcase, Middle Tennessee and the Mavericks of the University of Nebraska at Omaha. And Kyle, this Middle Tennessee team highly anticipated seeing this group together because there there are going to be eight new faces on this ball club that we've seen in in, in warm-ups ready to see them in uniform We
2: have we've seen some of them in practice uh, in even in previous years and uh, but this team is superior athletically in every single way compared to the two teams that Nick McDevitt has had at his disposal prior to this season.
1: Yeah, you'll hear from him in just a few minutes, and I asked him how deep he would go on his bench today. He goes, as deep as I want to because I can.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, and, you know, I made the comment to him the other day that, uh, you know, one of the things that coaches don't like to be is handcuffed, and he certainly has been the previous two years. Uh, This year, he will not be handcuffed at all. He will be able to play any number of lineups, any number of styles, and it will be really interesting to see how these guys blend uh, early in the season, and I do expect him to play a lot of people today.
1: Yep, so it will be the matchup with Omaha, who yesterday was a 72-66 loser to Austin P. Uh, and they trailed by 10 for most of the second half and uh, hit a couple of threes late. But Austin P got the win there over Omaha. A year ago, they were 16-16 and 16, Omaha from... The Summit League, and speaking of the aforementioned Nick McDevitt, we'll take a timeout and have a couple of uh, extended interview segments with him today on our pregame show. So we'll hear from Coach McDevitt in just a moment. Want to remind you, we're counting down to tip-off of Blue Raider basketball with Middle Tennessee State University. And MTSU is the number one choice of transfer students in the state of Tennessee. One reason why our guaranteed transfer scholarship. You have at least 60 credit hours, have a 3.0 college GPA, and apply by February 15th. You're guaranteed a scholarship of $3,000 a year for two years. Find out why we're the best choice for transfers by visiting mtsu.edu transfer today. Nick McDevitt coming up next as we count down to tip off on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: GNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back to our countdown to tip off. Coach Nick McDevitt joins us, and it's brought to you by the Daily News Journal. Read all about Blue Raider sports in the DNJ, Rutherford County's first source for news, sports, and much more. And Nick, uh, you've been waiting to get this season underway. Uh, since everything halted back on March 13th, and you had to wait another day. So here we are.
5: Yeah, we sure did. Our guys uh, were itching uh, to get this thing going and still are, uh, but uh, just had to put it on pause for another 24 hours. And as I told them, I said, when uh, you've been waiting this long, what's another 24 hours? Uh, the good thing is is uh, that that day is here, and uh, we're ready to play.
1: Well, in the Reader's Digest version, are are you as a head coach happy with how your guys have handled all the ins and outs and ups and downs of of going through day to day life in a different kind of world?
5: Yeah, I think they've done a pretty good job of managing. Um, you know, just a, a very different way of going about their daily business, whether it's uh, how they shop, how they eat, how they uh, go to class. Uh, but also how they practice, you know, for for a, a, an extended period of time, we were in small group workouts uh, practicing with masks on, even while we were uh, working out, whether that was in the weight room or some of our half court uh, small group workouts early in the fall semester. Uh, but what it has allowed us to do is to get to this point. Uh, I think uh, our guys have done a really good job, but also, I think we've been pretty fortunate, uh, a little lucky as well. You know, I think there are a lot of people out there that you do everything right. And some people still come down with, with COVID. And uh, I'm sure there are some people that uh, don't do all the things they're supposed to and uh, don't get it. But I I do think uh, our guys have done a a good job of doing the things we've asked them to and uh, uh, been a little lucky as well. And uh, because of that, we haven't had any team shutdowns and, and uh, have been pretty fortunate over the last several months.
1: Well, this is a group that uh, is, is, looks different than either of your first two teams. Uh, you have uh, A lot of folks have waited to see this group come together and play. Uh, how have they been practicing here in the last couple of weeks leading up to, to this opener?
5: Well, you know, really the preseason is one of those time, times of year where uh, you're really excited when it first gets going, and then after – you know, seeing the same face wear across from you day after day after day, it starts to, to wear on you. Uh, and now with a, a delayed start of the regular season, our, they're really looking forward to playing somebody other than, them, than themselves. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're learning each other day by day. Uh, obviously, we did not have a summer, and uh, the first part of our fall uh, was in small groups. We weren't out there together as a group in any kind of five-on-five five, uh, action. So they're still trying to fill each other out, learn the, the, the tendencies of each other. Uh, but uh, our, our last couple of weeks have been good and uh, really just trending in the right direction.
1: Well, today, Middle Tennessee opens the 2021 season against the Mavericks of Omaha. We'll take a timeout. Coach McDevitt continues to talk with us after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
9: Have an upcoming event or celebration? MT Catering has you covered on or off campus. Whether it's a business lunch, wedding, tailgate, or anything in between, MT Catering has got you covered. We also offer Chick-fil-A and Dunkin' Donuts catering. Call us today to help plan your event at 615-898-2202 or visit mtdining.com and click Catering. MT Catering, your MTSU catering solution.
12: What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
13: Have you been hoping to win $1,000 a day every day for the rest of your life with the added excitement of a chance to win instantly? Well, with Cash for Life with Quick Cash, today could be your lucky day. Give it a try. Simply add Quick Cash to your next Cash for Life purchase for a chance to win instantly. But wait, there's more. Then watch the nightly Cash for Life drawing to see if you win $1,000 a day or week for life. Cash for Life with Quick Cash, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider
1: sports. Today, Middle Tennessee and Omaha coming up here within uh, the next few minutes. They'll tip it off down in Estero, Florida. And, Coach, uh, you know, Omaha's got a game under their belt. You guys are going to be fresh. Uh, The way it all worked out with teams leaving it ended up with two games here. To kind of give folks – there. there's going to be another game down the road, I think, isn't there? Or do we know that yet?
5: I uh, don't know that yet. Uh, obviously, this was originally an eight-team tournament um, and ended up being a five-team tournament. And uh, the, 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 there were two teams on the other side of the bracket, uh, being East Carolina and Indiana State, that had some COVID issues. And so uh, with both teams dropping out, Uh, it didn't mess up any of the other matchups. And unfortunately, uh, the team we were slated to play, which was Akron, also uh, had an issue. So uh, the the two games that were played yesterday uh, were games that were already slated. So the the folks uh, organizing the tournament did not want to disrupt those already preset matchups, things that have uh, those teams have been scouting each other, knowing that the tournament was opening up and those guys playing each other for a while. And uh, kind of left us uh, out without a first day, first round opponent. Uh, the good thing is, is we'll get uh, a game in today, a game in tomorrow on Friday against East Tennessee State, and we do have the opportunity to schedule a third game, uh, most likely a home game down the road. You only get two weeks to play uh, an outside, a game outside of the tournament. Uh, meaning uh, some sometimes in an MTE, uh, that, that two weeks is the week before the tournament, and once that tournament's over, about a week after. In this uh, case, with the MTE being the opening of the regular season, we've got about two weeks. I believe that date they told us was December 8th. So we'll try to, to see if we can uh, find an opponent uh, that uh, has availability that makes some sense. Obviously, we have other games on December 2nd, December 6th against – uh murray state and chattanooga so um it you know some things will have to really fall into place for us to find that third
1: game yeah all right let's talk about what you're going to put on the floor today Uh, what are you going to be comfortable with as far as uh how deep might you go on your bench today
5: uh a lot deeper than we've been able to do over the last couple of years (laughs) for no other reason than just pure availability and eligibility just
1: because Uh, you can (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> it's just because we can uh, you know I, I i do think uh several players uh a lot of guys have been uh playing quite well in our practices um deserve some minutes and so uh early in the games uh really not just this game but in the early part of the season uh we're gonna give some guys some chances to to Get in there and earn more minutes um, and, and see who meshes well together in the games. You know, this will be the first time that we've coached in the game uh, nine of our players. You know, they've been with us during practice either last year or this year. Uh, but nine of the 15 guys that have been uh, with us, uh, we've never coached them in the game. How do they respond? How do they respond uh, to adversity, uh, being ahead, being behind? Uh, who, who do they play well with on the floor? And so we're going to play a lot of guys and a lot of different combination of guys today.
1: Yep. And uh, Omaha lost to Austin P uh, yesterday. Uh, they weren't great offensively, but I'll tell you one thing: you better be able to rebound when you play Omaha.
5: You better be able to rebound, and uh, obviously, uh, you know, we know that uh, Austin P's got a very good basketball team as well. So uh, to, to to play to a two possession game. Gives you a pretty good idea of uh, what Omaha is capable of. They've got a couple of post players that uh, are really productive. Um, You know, one being an all conference player from last year, the defensive player of the year in the league. They do have some good size, some good size on the wing. So, uh, 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 you know, long time. And so, Uh, We were talking earlier today as a staff, you know, finding a way to use this to our advantage as best we can, uh, whether it's that, you know, people talk about is it rest or is it rust? Yeah. And uh, you could see uh, all across uh, the country yesterday just uh, um, some of the the sloppy that you could expect. Uh, It's been a long time since a lot of these uh, student athletes been on the floor, and uh, today will be our first chance at it uh, in a while.
1: Well, just about time to tee it up. Good luck today.
5: Thanks. Appreciate you. All right,
1: we'll talk to you after the game. Coach Nick McDavid joins us with his pregame comments. Stay tuned. More to come on our countdown to tip-off here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
12: Geico presents left brain versus right brain.
9: You know, we should switch to Geico. I'm picking up what you're footing down, buddy. We could save hundreds of dollars a year on car insurance. Ooh, with that kind of scratch, we can get the band back together for a reunion tour. A, we were never in a band. B Glenn let us play the tambourine on stage one time. And C we will however put that savings towards a new interview suit. Look what I found. Huh? Still got it. Oh no. Geico, fifteen minutes could save you
12: fifteen percent or more.
0: News Radio WGNS,
1: the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. 15 minutes to of tip off presented by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Chip Walters, Kyle Turnham with you, and coming up today from the beach bubble in Estero, Florida, the Gulf Coast Showcase, Middle Tennessee and Omaha. And uh, this is the point where. We uh, pull back the curtain just a little bit and let folks know uh, what what is uh, going on, and that is that we are in Murfreesboro uh, doing our part of the broadcast and uh, doing it off of uh, video, so we are remote broadcasting, much like uh, Major League Baseball did this year, much like the NHL, the NBA, Uh, so we're getting our first taste of it today and uh th- there may or may not be more of this later on but today and tomorrow we're uh, we're broadcasting remotely so if it sounds just a little bit different uh th- that's part of the reason why we need to uh, take a quick look around conference usa brought to you by hampton inn and suites of murfreesboro old-fashioned southern hospitality and contemporary comfort at a great rate located 325 north thompson lane in murfreesboro yesterday Uh, Several games on the schedule. Maryland beat Old Dominion 85-67. UAB was a winner last night, and uh, the uh, Andy Kennedy era off to a good start for uh, UAB 99-50 in uh, Western Kentucky on the road. They win uh, a a game against Northern Iowa 93-87. FIU defeated Flagler 85-81. South Alabama, a winner uh, over FAU, 68-66. UTEP put 100 on the board against Texas Permian Basin, uh, 100-81. Several games postponed, including Middle Tennessee and Akron. Uh, UTSA and Oklahoma was postponed. Coppin State and Marshall and Charlotte uh, was scheduled to play at Tennessee. Today, uh, on the Conference USA schedule, Memphis and Western uh, scheduled to play at 11 a.m., Mississippi Valley at North Texas, and those are the only other two games in Conference USA today. But uh, first day of college basketball yesterday, Kyle, a lot of things uh, going on. I mean, the the 48 hours prior to yesterday was just almost like a complete free-for-all with with, – teams pulling out moving into events uh, shutting down all that kind of stuff so far so good for the Blue Raiders
2: yes it's uh, uh, it, it's been hectic uh, it, it's been uh, you know you, you tell your players be as flexible and as adaptable as you can possibly be and really concentrate on the things that you can control. Uh, but I do know this: the players are ecstatic to be in a uniform and be playing, because you know you you don't you didn't know if it was going to happen, and you don't know how long it's going to last. So take advantage of the opportunity that you've got today, and uh, get ready to uh, you know open up the season with the W against Omaha.
1: Well, the uh, Blue Raider starting lineup has been posted. We'll get to that in just a moment, but. All these new faces, Kyle, uh, you know, if you came to practice a year ago and watched scrimmages in practice, we were a much better practice group than a game group, to be honest, because yes. of because of these guys who we're going to see for the first time today in uniform, including Jordan Davis, Jalen Jordan, uh, DeAndre Dishman uh, was rehabbing the whole year. and uh, But there's a story in itself with DeAndre Dishman. Today he will play his first game as a Blue Raider and it will be have been 1,006 days since he previous played a college basketball game and that was with an Eastern Kentucky jersey on.
2: Yeah, and you think about that just in and of itself that you, you go that long without playing a game and it's, it's unbelievable the journey that that young man has been through. Now that being said, I felt like from the time that he arrived on campus, he was a guy that could have been a, a three-way player, and what I mean by that is he could have been at one point in time freshman of the year, player of the year, and first-team all-conference, all in the same, all in the same player. He's that kind of player. He can have that kind of impact on the game, and you know I'm glad for all the players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ecstatic for that young man.
1: Yeah, DeAndre Dishman, super nice guy and uh, and really uh, looking forward to being able to play. Let's talk about Jordan Davis a little bit. Now, here's a guy out of Irmo, South Carolina, the transfer from Dayton, uh, averaged nine points a game there. Uh, Jordan Davis reminds me a little bit of Marcos Knight. I hope as the year goes along he reminds me a whole lot of Marcos Knight.
2: That would be one of the highest compliments that he's ever been paid and I don't know if Jordan Davis knows who Marcos Knight is but the Blue Raider fans do and remember him very fondly. Uh, if he could be anything at all like Marcos Knight we've got dynamite to package.
1: Yep, absolutely. Jalen Jordan now, transfer from St. Francis. Uh, he averaged 13 points a game at St. Francis in, in uh, you know a really tough, rugged uh, area up in the northeast where you have some not huge-named schools, but, boy, they play competitive basketball night in, night out. And he had a 28-point outing uh, as his high watermark uh, during his career there at St. Francis.
2: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, the, the, uh, the athletic ability, the intensity level, particularly in the backcourt, uh, because you've got, you know, those three guys that we've talked about as well as uh, Dontrell Shuler, who is also a, a highly decorated transfer, and you will see a lot of combinations in the backcourt with Davis, with Jordan, and with Shuler.
1: Yep. And as you heard Nick McDevitt uh, talk about uh, he he expects to play a, a good a good number of folks today. Time now for our Ascend Federal Credit Union starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union. Show your MTSU pride with every purchase. Visit an Ascend branch and ask for their MTSU debit card. Ascend is the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is insured by the NCUA. Here is the starting lineup for Middle Tennessee today. Jordan Davis, who we just talked about, 29 double-figure games at Dayton. He will be starting for the Blue Raiders, 6'3", 195, Redshirt, Jr., from Irmo, South Carolina. DeAndre Dishman, 6'6", 235, redshirt junior, Lexington, Kentucky, the Eastern Kentucky transfer. Donovan Sims has made his way back into the lineup today, 6'1", 160 senior from Blackman High School here in Murfreesboro. Tyson Jackson, the uh, all-conference USA freshman team member a year ago, 6'9", 245 sophomore, Fairburn, Georgia. And Jalen Jordan, the St. Francis transfer, 6'3, 160. He is a uh, redshirt junior and uh, averaged 13 points and three rebounds per game. That is the starting lineup for Nick McDevitt. For Omaha, the uh, Mavericks are 0 1 after their loss to Austin P. yesterday. It will be Zach Thornhill. He is a 6'4, 185 junior from Lenexa, Kansas. Had uh, two points and one rebound yesterday. Uh, Ayo Akinwole, uh, six foot senior from Papillon, Nebraska. He uh, had three points, five boards, and three assists in yesterday's loss. Uh, Wanjang Tut, a 6'8 junior from Omaha. He uh, he had uh, five points and a rebound in yesterday's game. Marco Smith, uh, he is a 6'2 junior from Kansas City had 10 points, three rebounds, and one assist yesterday. And Matt Pyle, who arguably is their best player, uh, he is a, a, a true post player at 6'8", 240. He has uh, scored uh, 900 plus points in his career and has 718 career rebounds. He had 14 rebounds yesterday, 10 of those, came in the first half. That's the starting lineup, but the power for points yesterday came off the bench from Marlon Ruffin, a 6'5 junior from Madison, Wisconsin. Darren Hansen is the head coach of the Omaha Mavericks. So a look at the starting lineup, and uh, for both teams, brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union. Before we take a break, let's pause for stations to identify themselves. You're listening to Blue Raider Basketball from Learfield IMG College.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports.
8: Conference USA champs,
4: Raiders win the championship.
0: News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro.
18: With COVID cases on the rise, student and faculty safety is more important than ever. RJ Young provides zero contact temperature kiosks to scan temperatures of every visitor into a campus building. Paired with a database accessed through a QR code, you can monitor and log critical information for tracing needs. To provide COVID protection on your campus, visit rjyoung.com safety.
1: Keeps his balance, gets inside, layup, good! He will go in, he'll stuff that one, hello! Open for three, got it! Tries to put it off the glass, does, and a foul! Drive the baseline and stuff it! For the lead, and he's got it! With three and a half seconds to play! Intercept it, and middle wins!
0: Blue Raider basketball is on the air. Our coverage is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, official team physicians for Blue Raider Athletics marco's pizza hello primo and by exit realty bob lamb and associates america's number one exit office once again
1: here's the voice of the blue raiders chip walters season 98 of middle tennessee basketball begins today in Estero, Florida, as the Blue Raiders take on the Mavericks of the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Hello, everybody. Chip Walters along with Kyle Turnham. We're just about set to go from the Hertz Arena as the Blue Raiders take the floor against the Mavericks. Middle decked out in their road blues today. They are the visiting team in today's game, while Omaha is the home squad. Tyson Jackson set to jump. Andrew Walton puts the ball, or make that Nick Fieldbinder, puts the ball in the air, and the Mavericks come down with it. Here's Marco Smith with it, top of the key. They'll hand it off out on top and get it back in the hands of Ayo Akinwole. Akinwole on the drive, whistle, and a foul is called Thanksgiving on Jalen Jordan. Presented. The foul on Jordan will be his first, and the first on the team. A little bit of extra enthusiasm
2: there, and the officials calling it. Very tight early, so the players might have to adjust
1: to that. There's a whistle and another foul. Is that on? That's
2: going to be on Jordan as well. It's going to be two two fouls
1: in 12 seconds on Jalen Jordan. So Jordan with two fouls immediately, and the Raiders go to their bench. Dontrell Shuler checks in for the first time. Dontrell Schuler, the transfer from Charleston Southern. They try to go low to Pyle, but Middle Tennessee intercepts. It's Jackson with the interception. Out to Sims, and then a ball is knocked away. Pulled up. Jump shot in the lane. No good. And Pyle with the rebound for the Mavericks. Long pass down court. Works it into the corner to Thornhill. Back outside now to Tut. Wanjang Tut trying to back his way in. Tut gets in the lane. Driving shot and a traveling violation. So Tut with the travel, and the turnover gives it over to middle. Then you saw
2: Tut catch the ball over on the left side of the floor, and they went to an isolation, which is an NBA type of operation where it was just him one-on-one and got called for the
1: walk. No score here early on. Middle with the ball. They work it left side, Donovan Sims. Sims goes baseline left, short corner, Tyson Jackson trying to back his way down against Pyle. Inside out to Sims, three ball in the air. Yes, sir! Donovan Sims gets the first point of the season for Middle Tennessee.
2: Tyson Jackson with great recognition that he didn't have the opportunity to score, so he looked diagonal and threw
1: a, threw a great skip pass to Donovan. Donovan buries the three. Back outside, they work it to Tut at the hash mark. Tut back out to Thornhill. Thornhill works it on the dribble to the left side now tut on top tut with a looks for the handoff raiders deny it back outside it comes they get the ball in the hands of akinwole he drives and in for the layup io akinwole his first two and it's a three two game blue raiders by one sims in the front court works it back outside in the hands of dontrell schuller Schuler jump pass back out to Jackson on top. Now Sims on the right wing. Sims rolls to the top, now tries to work down to the left, and an illegal screen is going to be the call on Tyson Jackson.
2: Yeah, and again, you know, I, I go over this in, in, in great detail. It seems like every game, A, the guards have to wait for the ball screen to get set. B, they have to get their defender to the level of the ball screen. Otherwise, if that defender trips, they're going to call an illegal screen every time.
1: Blue Raiders, 18-05, left to play in the first half from the beach bubble in Estero, Florida. Mavericks with the ball. They get it down to Pyle. He is a load underneath. Missed the layup whistle and a foul, and that's going to be – we'll check the foul on the Blue Raiders.
2: Yeah, that's going to be the tough part from our our vantage point is trying to figure out where some of these
1: calls are coming from. That's going to be on Dishman. That will be his first and the team's fourth already in the first two minutes. Again, you've got to defend without fouling. And Pyle, Matt Pyle hits the first free throw. That ties the game at three. Waiting for the second of two free throws. Play stopped for some reason. Javante Milner checking in for DeAndre Dishman. Javante Milner-Chris. Junior from Augusta, Georgia. Matt Pyle set for his second free throw. It is up and it is also good. And Omaha takes their first lead of the day. 4-3, middle down one. And a little token pressure by the Mavericks
2: in backcourt. Yeah, a little 1-2-2 action there, basically just to sort of salt some time off the clock.
1: Raiders get the ball in the hands of Jordan Davis. Now left side to Jace Johnson in for the first time. Now they work to the right side. They go to Davis. Now baseline, a little left-handed hook up and in by Elias King. The Mississippi State transfer, or was it not him? It was 23. Oh, that was Coleman Jones. Jared Coleman Jones, his first two in middle back on top, five to four. Fall away, baseline jump shot, no good by Omaha's 22, Marco Smith in middle with the rebound. Dontrell Schuler down the left side of the floor, works it back out on top to Coleman Jones, now into the lane, Davis back outside, Jace Johnson backs out. Five, four Blue Raiders, they go high low, back inside to Johnson, he's gonna be fouled and we'll go to the line. Well,
2: that was a really nice set there. And just recognition of, of two new teammates. Jace Johnson fed Coleman-Jones on the block. Immediately slashed to the basket. Unbelievably nice pass from Jared Coleman-Jones with a bounce pass to Jace, who got fouled on the way to the rim.
1: A little give-and-go action. The foul was on Thornhill, and Johnson misses the first free throw. Still 5-4, 16-57 to play in the first half.
2: Yeah, this is an area that we need Jace to improve upon. Uh, Last year, a 55% free throw shooter. We need him to be a much better free throw shooter because he gets to the rim
1: and gets fouled constantly. Missed it. And the Blue Raiders with a one point lead see the rebound go to Omaha. Thornhill has it out between the circles guarded by Johnson. Got a screen from Pyle. Now here's a ball that's knocked away and out of bounds. And who touched it last? They say middle touched it last, but how quick was Jordan Davis getting on that deflection?
2: Well, I think you're seeing, you know, what we were talking about in the pregame show already come to fruition, and that is a a more athletic, much longer Middle Tennessee defense that's really extending outside the three.
1: Thornhill with a drive, puts it up there, ball tipped around, no good. Rebound pulled away and taken by Jared Coleman-Jones. Coleman-Jones, the Northwestern transfer. Back outside now. They get it to Dontrell Schuler. Schuler to Johnson. Now on top to Javante Milner. Chris on top. Coleman-Jones. Left side. Schuler Jump shot. No good. Rebound pulled away. Zach Thornhill. Thornhill on the run. Pulls up at the baseline. Pitches it outside now to Akinwolle Akinwole. Akinwole. Mid-post, gets the ball down there to Tut. His turnaround shot no good in the rebound. Picked up off the floor and middle on the run. Driving is Davis. Layup high off the glass, no good, but he draws a foul and he'll go to the lane. It's going to be on Tut.
2: Middle Tennessee, doing a great job of getting the ball off the backboard and getting in transition
1: timeout on the floor, 15:44 to play first half, Middle Tennessee 5, Omaha 4, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
15: Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes. Experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a Call at 855 Need TOA, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics.
10: Hi,
5: this is Coach Nick McDevitt. Ascend Federal Credit Union is the proud sponsor and exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit Ascend's branch just off campus at 2316 East Main Street, or any of their three other Murfreesboro locations. You can also keep track of your accounts and deposit checks on the go with Ascend's mobile app. For a complete list of services, ATMs, and locations, visit Ascend.org. Ascend is federally insured by the NCUA.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call 615 867 1000 or leecompany.com. Jordan Davis at the free throw line after the uh, timeout misses and middle 0 for 3 on the day from the stripe. Second toss on the way, and that one is good for for Jordan. Davis with his first points, and Middle Tennessee, their lead is now six to four, Blue Raiders by two. Here's Omaha in the front court. Akinwole tried to work left ball, knocked out of bounds, but uh, good hands by Dontrell Schuler, quick hands, knocked the ball away. Marlon Ruffin off the bench. He had 20 yesterday to lead Omaha in scoring. Pyle with it on top. Works to the left. Gets the ball over there to Wan Jang Tut. His shot no good. Rebound taken by Davis. Davis down the right side of the floor into the front court. Davis kicks it back out to Javante Milner. Now, here is Schuler with it, top of the key, makes a drive, pulls up from 10 and scores, and that's what he can do, Kyle.
2: Yeah, he puts the ball on the floor with reckless abandon and just sort of raises up and knocks down a shot there.
1: Eight to four, Blue Raiders. There's a drive and a block. Middle comes up with it. Schuler has it. The block was by Coleman Jones into the lane, kick outside, Milner fakes a three, drives, works it down underneath, looping pass. They go to Coleman Jones, ball loose on the floor and on the ground with it is Omaha and they come the other way. Middle had some fancy stuff going on, but didn't get, uh, ended up with a turnover. Back outside is Wole. now right side to Marco Smith. Smith with a drive into the lane, the turn there and goes to Pyle. Powell guts positioned underneath, missed his layup, got too far under, and the Raiders did a good job of walling him off. Ball goes out of bounds. It'll stay with Omaha.
2: Yeah, Middle Tennessee in transition on the previous play, Chip. Sometimes you just have to be single-minded and take the ball straight to the rim. We probably overpassed a little bit and ended up not getting a shot out of it. 14-26
1: to play first half. Omaha with the ball. They bring it in. Darius Hughes, Hughes works it back out to Sammy Rowe. Rowe works it over to Ruffin on the left side to Pyle, and the Raiders double him. Pyle gets in the lane. Scoop shot off the glass is good by Matt Pyle. He has four on the day.
2: Really tough shot there by Pyle. As a matter of fact, we played good defense. He's made a tough shot.
1: Driving layup and a foul as Middle Tennessee got a drive on the other end by DeAndre Dishman. His first two points as a Blue Raider as he ran the floor hard, goes down the lane, got the foul on pile. he'll go to the line.
2: Showed a lot of versatility there. He was the trailer in transition, caught the ball outside the three-point line at the top of the key and just put the ball on the floor hard, went down and scored, flexed a little bit, and if I had a body like that, I'd flex all the time too.
1: Dish with the old-fashioned three-point play, missed the free throw, and ball loose on the ground. It'll go out of bounds, they say, to Omaha.
2: Great effort by Tyler Millen there on the offensive rebound from the missed free throw and almost knocked the ball off of Omaha to give the Raiders an extra possession.
1: In back court, Marco Smith. Smith into the front court now. Guarded there by Jordan Davis. Davis blocks his shot. Davis gets his own rebound. Gets it now to Donovan Sims. Touch pass down the left side. Three in the air. That's good! Eli Lawrence off the bench with a big three.
2: all started with our defense. We did a great job of guarding the ball. Forced again another tough shot from Omaha and got in transition quick. And now a steal from Jordan Davis.
1: Davis with a layup. Good! Jordan Davis now with three and a timeout taken by Omaha. It's a 30-second timeout, but... Kyle, the Blue Raiders have turned up the defense.
2: Yeah, I I love to see the fact that we're getting offense from our defense. It's one of the things where Jordan Davis with a little pick from behind there, you see Omaha, even in the shots that they've made, have been tough shots. So we have been a massive presence on the defensive end to start this game.
1: 15-6, to Middle Tennessee. The Blue Raiders have pushed it out to a nine-point advantage. Yeah, middle right
2: now holding Omaha to 22% shooting from the floor. Omaha 2 of 9. They still haven't attempted – I'm sorry, they're 3 of 10 uh, as we get an update from the feed, and uh, they have not attempted a three-point field goal. Middle Tennessee, meanwhile, 67% from the floor, 6 out of 9, 2 out of 3 from the three-point line. That's a great way to start the season, get off to a great start defensively, let that – Fuel your offense, and that fuels a lot of confidence as well.
1: There's a drive. They get it to Pyle. His stuff right down the lane is good. Matt Pyle spoke, has
2: six. Spoke too soon there. Our help side was not as good as it needed to be, and Matt Pyle just went straight down the line for a dunk.
1: 15-8. Middle gets in the lane. Slip, and that's going to be a travel, I think. Yes, that's correct. And, and DeAndre Dishman had a – foot slide out from under him and whenever that happens with his history you kind of hold your breath for just a second. No question. 13.03 to play first half from the Hertz arena in Estero Florida. Omaha with the ball they trail by seven. Blue Raiders 15 Omaha eight. Left side here's Ruffin with it. Ruffin tried to go right cut off goes back left gets it to pile out high. Now they go right side to Akinwole. Akinwole being guarded out there by Schuler. Now they bounce it, go baseline, pull-up jump shot is up and good by Darius Hughes. His first two makes it 15-10, and Omaha has scored four in a row. However,
2: every shot is contested with the exception of the dunk that Pyle just made.
1: Here's Schuler working around the left side, gets it on top to Tyler Millen. Millen in the lane to Dish. He puts it up there with a the left hand, no good. Rebound chased down in the corner by Millen. Raiders get another possession and a fresh shot clock. Now Donovan Sims, who's back in, rolls out toward the top of the key. Sims pulls up, shoots a three straight away. That one's gonna be short.
2: He had to, Chip, but we did not get a fresh shot clock on that, and the uh, clock was down to two when he took that shot.
1: There's a drive and a miss layup. Ball goes out of bounds, should go to middle, and it does. It'll take us to a media timeout, and it looks like the floor is kind of slick on our end, and hopefully they get that addressed uh, as the uh, they do have the mops out there right now. Timeout on the floor, 11.57 to play first half. Blue Raiders 15, Omaha 10 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Middle Tennessee's ball leading 15-10. to 10. Donovan Sims brings it down, gets it in the hands there of Tyson Jackson. Now they work it to Shuler, back out to Sims. Sims on top to Schuler looks to drive to the right side. Cut off into the hands there of Elias King, who is in for the first time. He is the Mississippi State transfer. Schuler with a drive and a score.
2: Dontrell has had two really nice drives and tough finishes, but you can just tell he's like a heat-seeking missile going to the rim.
1: Well, he sees a, a crack of light and he is gone. Pull up three off the back rim. Long rebound taken by Omaha. Back outside, they get it to Sammy Rowe. Rowe to Ruffin, right side his jump shot good. Marlon yeah. in his first two.
2: Yeah, he had a big, big day yesterday, and he's is, is actually their best three-point shooter. They are not a prolific three-point shooting team.
1: King on top, works left, gets it to Shuler. High-low pass into Jackson. His layup is good.
2: Great job of positioning inside by Tyson Jackson. He worked early, got a great seal on the top side and a nice pass over the top for an easy layup.
1: 1912 Blue Raiders. Here's Akinwole. He works it right to Rowe. Rowe looks to drive, got cut off in the corner. Rowe, back to Akinwole, to Hughes. On top, they work it to Evans. Evans in the corner, shot up and good by Hughes. Is that a two or a three?
2: I think that was a three.
1: They call it a two. Two, okay. So Hughes with his first two, 19-14. Blue Raider lead is five. Here's Sims with it. On top, the Raiders get it to King. King back left now to Milner Chris right side three in the air that is no good by Dontrell Schuler, and Omaha gets the rebound the Raider lead is five here's Ruffin cut off back outside they work it to Rowe Rowe with a left-handed drive goes underneath layup and that shot no good and a foul is going to be called little interior passing and it's going to be Hughes going to the line foul was on Tyson Jackson yeah, that will be his second.
2: Omaha's not doing a great job of reversing the basketball, but when they got the ball back to the middle of the floor there, we lost contain on the weak side, and the, the offensive player cut behind the Middle Tennessee defense, and that's how they got the ball into the interior.
1: Free throw no good by Hughes. He'll have another. Substitutions being made by the Blue Raiders. Mass. Looks like a hockey line change. It does. (laughs) One, two, three, what, four out of the five, I guess. Four out of the
2: five, Dontrell Schuler, the only one staying on.
1: 9.50 remaining first half. Free throw good by Hughes. He now has three, and it's 19-15. They have cut the Blue Raider lead to four. It has been as large as nine. And Schuler brings it into the front court. They pitch it out on top. There is Dishman with it. Here's a steal the other way. The layup blocked, and they're going to call it. No, it is going to be a, That's going to be a, a goaltending call. Yep. And Sammy Rowe gets his first two. 19-17, and all of a sudden they've scored five in a row and have cut it back to two. Down the lane goes Jace Johnson. They kick it right. Shuler open for three. That's in and out. No good. Rebound taken away by Omaha. Sammy Rowe on the run down the right side. Throws it in the lane. Ball stolen. And it's going to be Shuler who steals it. He gets the ball back. Backwards layup. No good. No foul call. And Omaha going the other way. Here's a drive by Ruffin. His layup good.
2: Yeah, game getting really disjointed and middle taking some tough shots that they probably don't need to take. Omaha the beneficiary of that and got the ball back in transition in a disjointed play and now it's all tied up.
1: 7-0 run by Omaha. Blue Raiders with it straightaway three by Jordan Davis. That's an air ball. Rebound is going to go to middle, I think. That's yes. correct. Yeah. As it was tried they tried to save it in bounds, and it went out without touching a Blue Raider player.
2: Yeah, middle needs to settle back in here and get the ball inside. They've been getting paint touches and they've been really effective doing that up until about the past couple of minutes. They've shown a little impatience here.
1: 19 all. Jump shot from 15, missed by Coleman Jones and Omaha with the ball. They work it out on top. They get it there to Sammy Rowe. He pulls up from 17, no good. Tip no good. Pyle gets the rebound. He uses his body, gets the layup, and scores. And Omaha takes their first lead.
2: Really good offensive rebound there by Pyle, and it was nothing more than just being very physical at the point of attack. Again, made a tough shot after that, and now there's another steal and a run out by Omaha.
1: And it's going to be Pyle with a dunk. And he They wipe it off. He traveled. Well, that was a gift back to the Blue Raiders. No question. Well, the Raiders gifted them the ball with Coleman-Jones. Uh, being a little lackadaisical with it. And now the travel and Nick McDevitt is calling a timeout. That'll be a media timeout as well. 8-12 to play in the first half. Your score, Omaha 21, Middle Tennessee 19 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College at marco's pizza get pizza the italian way
21: with dough made from scratch an original sauce recipe our signature three fresh cheeses and premium toppings you love all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact free try our delicious specialty pizzas like the deluxe garden or all meat cooked on a golden crust or no crust in new specialty pizza bowls for just 7.99 each visit us in murfreesboro and in smyrna in a brand new location in laverne order with our app or at marco's.com today marco's pizza the italian way price may vary
9: At Trigreen, we can stand behind you with smart solutions to keep your property looking its best. Like our Smart Savings event, where you can get a 1023 e tractor for just $90 per month. That's with 0% financing for 84 months. Find more Smart Savings at TrigreenEquipment.com.
0: Offer ends 131-2021, subject to approved installment credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Middle Tennessee with the ball, trailing 21-19, 8-10 to play in the first half from the beach bubble in Estero, Florida. Middle needed a timeout right there to get settled down. Here's Jordan Davis with it. Davis on the right side, rolls out toward the top. They go to Coleman Jones at a high post. Now back to Davis. Davis to Jace Johnson. Johnson outside the three-point line on the right wing now Coleman Jones back to Jace Jace works to the free throw line kicks it outside long three Jordan Davis no good rebound pulled away by Sammy Rowe Rowe out to Ruffin and the ball loose nice save by Jordan Davis great play there right into the hands of Coleman Jones yeah he's the one that got
2: the deflection and then jumped before he went out of bounds to get the save big time play
1: Dish sets a screen as Jace Johnson goes down the lane. Back outside to Davis. Davis stops at the free throw line. Now back outside to Donovan Sims. Sims to Coleman Jones. Back to Sims on the left wing. Works around a screen. Sims. Bounce feed left side. Gets into the lane. Coleman Jones. Little right-handed half hook. No good. Pile with the rebound. And Omaha has stymied the Blue Raiders.
2: Yeah, we're really in a massive scoring drought. It's over four minutes right now.
1: Drive and a miss. Rebound taken by Donovan Sims, looking to push it. Down the left side, Sims, bounce feed over to Jace Johnson. Jace founds a crease in the defense, got underneath, had his shot blocked. Raiders will keep it with 6.48 to play in the first half.
2: Jace Johnson just being Jace Johnson, and that is if you give him any glimmer of light, he is going toward it and going toward the rim as he did there. That's all he's ever done at Middle Tennessee, one of the great drivers of this basketball team. Going to be an under-out-of-bounds situation for middle.
1: Jalen Jordan is back in. He triggered the inbounds play. They get it back out to Eli Lawrence. And now Dontrell Shuler. I tell you, the Raiders made their most hay when they had Shuler on the court. They work it right side, get it under Coleman Jones, missed the shot, rebound tipped out. It'll be taken by Omaha and stolen, or Shuler had it, and it was stolen again by Akinwole. Shuler and Akinwole really getting after each other. Akinwole now to Tut. Tut, right side, they work it over, into the hands of Sammy Rowe. Rowe to Pyle, Pyle one-on-one, going in against Millen, whistle and a foul on Tyler. That'll be his first and the sixth on the team.
2: Omaha, as you can tell, loves to get the ball into the interior and then play out of that. They sort of just set Pyle up, who is uh, just a big, strong body who plays really wide, and then they run cuts off of that post entry.
1: 21-19, Pyle gets it. Walled up, missed the shot, got his own rebound and scored. He is a he is a warrior in there.
2: Yeah, I mean, had six offensive rebounds yesterday and is well on his way to getting six more unless we find a way to box him out. That's got to be priority number one to keep him from being effective.
1: 11-0 run by Omaha. 23-19 the score. Coleman Jones gets in the lane, his layup no good. There's a lid on it on that end. Rebound taken by Sammy Rowe. They work it in the lane. Tut with a drive and he scores.
2: Transition defense not very good for us there. We didn't get back, get the ball leveled off and get to the middle of the floor. We got a load to the ball and that time. Dontrell Schuler got caught outside of the wood.
1: 25-19. Middle has gone from leading by nine to down by six. Set shot, bangs off the glass, no good. Not the look you were trying to get there from Tyler Millen.
2: No, had a post release on a baseline drive, and right now our shot selection is just not as good as it needs to be for a team that's in the drought that it's in.
1: Three ball in the air is no good. Offensive rebound pulled away by Omaha, loose on the floor, middle then steals it away. They get in the hands of Jalen Jordan. Jordan left side, pull up by Schuler, and his shot no good, and the Raiders continue this long drought, oh, of their last 11. And a whistle and a stoppage of play. Not sure what we have here.
2: I'm assuming because of they had the, uh, the, the Omaha player fall down and maybe a little bit of a collision on the previous play that they didn't get the floor mopped up as they should. So when Omaha got it and did not get an immediate transition, they went ahead and just took a stoppage to get it cleaned up. That's an assumption
1: because we are at the uh, mercy of what we're seeing on, on screen. It'll be Omaha's ball, Wanjang Tut to inbound it. Gets it to Akinwole. Io Akinwole. He working against Dontrell Schuler. They work it outside, get the ball in the hands of Tut. Tut looked for a give-and-go, lost it, got it back. Fall away shot up and no good over Dishman. Rebound volleyballed over the backboard, and Dishman comes down with it for middle.
2: Good defense there. We forced Tut out off of his sweet spot. One thing Tut is not going to do is lead this team and assist. If it goes in his hands, it is going up.
1: Here's Eli Lawrence. Nice feed inside. Dishman shot missed. Rebound taken away by Tut. Tut back to Sammy Rowe. Boy, we can't buy a basket right now. 25-19. 4.04 404 left in the first half. Media timeout coming. Turnaround shot by—he never shot it. Evans—they threw it away. I think uh, the ball is going to stay with Omaha, but a media timeout. 3:56 to play in the first half. It is Omaha 25, Middle Tennessee 19 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
18: Build a safer campus with security cameras by RJ Young. Our security cameras are limitlessly smart, scalable, and simple to use. Schools are choosing our security systems as they can be monitored from anywhere and give instant alerts. With COVID cases on the rise, the camera's environmental sensors conduct heat mapping to monitor high traffic areas so you know where to sanitize often. To provide protection to your campus, visit rjyoung.com safety.
0: WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Water Sports.
1: 356 to play in the first half from the Beach Bubble in Estero, Florida, right side, right outside of Fort Myers. Middle Tennessee mired in a drought right now. They have been outscored 13-0 over the last 642. Yeah, we're 0 for our last 12 and 2 out of our last 16. Long shot missed. Rebound. Saved by Omaha. Middle thought they had it, but uh, Omaha able to pick it away, whistle, and a foul away from the ball. Check and see who that is going to be called on.
2: And one of the things that's really concerning me right now is the number of offensive rebounds and extra possessions that Omaha is getting. We've got to be a much more physical presence when those shots go up
1: than we are right now. Raiders have turned it over six times, but it feels like more than that. They're talking over something and checking with the scores table. But Omaha is gonna have the ball out of bounds and they get it into the hands of Ruffin. Ruffin gets it underneath. They get it there to Evans. His shot no good, in Middle should get the rebound, and a foul called on Omaha, and it's going to be on Devin Evans.
2: Yeah, and the thing about it was, was, again, we forced a tough shot, but then he got an offensive rebound, put it back up, and then we didn't wall off again. He went over the back. That's the only reason why the foul was called. We've got to get better at boxing.
1: Donovan Sims with it on the right side. Middle trying to get out of this drought. They trail by six. Here's a drive by Jordan Davis. It. Davis to the right side to Dishman. Dishman it. works his way inside. Little half hook, no good. Miss that with a left hand. And it's Omaha coming up with a rebound.
2: Yeah, Chip, it's over eight minutes right now without scoring.
1: Pull up top of the key. They work it right side to Evans. Evans to Tutt. Tutt trying to back his way down. Got double-team, kicks it back outside. Ruffin with a three, and it's good.
2: If you're going to guard any three-point shooters on their team, Ruffin is the one that you've got to guard, and we gave him entirely too much space, basically dared him to take the three. He did and buried it.
1: Middle, quick three misses. Tip-out rebound to Donovan Sims. Right side over to Javante Milner for a two that's no good and Omaha gets the rebound again. It's 28 to 19, nine point lead. Pull up shot along two, that's good. Just a trailer on the break there. And touch stepped
2: up into this soft area and just raises up and knocks down a shot. We've got to improve our shot selection as well. When we're struggling to score, drive the basketball, trying to wait to get it to the rim or go to a paint touch.
1: 30 to 19 whistle and is that another offensive another illegal screen. So an illegal screen is the call. And I think that's gonna be on Javante Milner. That's correct. It'll be his first and the team's seventh. Omaha's ball with 204 left to play in the first half. Substitution being made. Donovan Sims comes out. Dontrell Schuler in. Evans brings it in, gets it to Akinwole for Omaha. Akinwole into the front court on the dribble to the right side. Guarded out there by Schuler. Gets around a screen set by Evans. Now they get the ball in the hands of Marlon Ruffin. They go baseline. Wild shot put up. Rebound taken by Javante Milner-Chris. And see, that's just
2: it. We're forcing some tough shots, but we're giving up some offensive rebounds, and that's what's really come back to haunt us here, particularly when we're not scoring.
1: Outside, Jace Johnson fakes a three, kicks it back outside, and around the horn to the left side it goes. Schuler now spins, gets in the lane, throws it away, right into the hands of Ruffin. Ruffin, right side, ball picked up, loose on the floor, and the Raiders will get a steal, but now they'll call a foul. And that's going to be on who?
2: That play was Coleman Jones. so disjointed from the from the get-go. He had the turnover that led to a three-on-one basically by Omaha. They fumbled the ball and then just had looked like, I believe it was rough in diving. No, it's not rough in diving. Evans. And uh, we got called for a reach.
1: At the free throw line, Evans, his first one is good. That makes it. 31-19, nineteen. Second shot on the way by Evans, also good. So 32 to 19, middle has gone from being up nine to trailing by 13.
2: We're now over 10 minutes without scoring.
1: And That's not without a basket, that is without a point. Here's Shuler backing out between the circles. Goes right to Jace Johnson. Johnson drives in with a left-hand hanger. No good. Had his own rebound, but lost it. It'll go back to Omaha. 101 left to play, first half. And one of the things that
2: you've noticed, Chip, is that we're also not turning Omaha over like we were to get that nine-point lead that we had. Omaha's either doing a better job of taking care of the ball, or we're not as good defensively as we were to start the game.
1: On top is Akinwole. Akinwole works it right side to Thornhill. Thornhill back to Pyle. Pyle inside pass, and it goes out of bounds as they went to Evans and led him just a little bit too much. Yeah,
2: that being said, he was open. Uh, We are not doing a great job maintaining our consistency with cutters, and they're sending cutters to the rim. They're getting behind us a
1: little bit, and up until that point, they've been finding them too. Jordan Davis gets in the lane. Loose ball, and it's going to be Omaha who picks it up. 30 seconds to play in the half, and a double dribble is the call. The Blue Raiders will get it.
2: And that's a good thing to get that double dribble because they had a five-on-three coming after a Jordan Davis turnover. Right now, we're forcing things. We're not trusting offense, not running any type of flow. We have no rhythm offensively whatsoever. 28.7
1: seconds to play in the first half. Blue Raiders trailing 32-19. Jordan Davis will inbound it. We need a basket. Yes, need a basket to end the half.
2: Yeah, we're going right at 11 minutes without scoring.
1: There's Dishman back out now to Davis into the hands of Donovan Sims. 15 seconds to play in the half. Dish drives, gets it on his hip, whistle and a foul and it'll put him at the line. With 12.7 seconds to go, and that's going to be on Evans, his second 15 foul, but this will be a shooting foul, sending DeAndre Dishman to the free throw line. Middle came out of the gates fast today, but that was in the first 10 minutes. Second 10 minutes, they have been scoreless. They're saying this is not a shooting foul, it'll be an no, and they Head only ha- out of they
2: only have six fouls, which again, sort of tells you a little bit about how we've been offensively.
1: Raiders bring it in, here's Davis. Back out now to Shuler. Oh,
2: we got a mismatch, two of them, got two of them and missed both of them.
1: Shuler driving high off the glass, no good, tip no good, tip back outside. Donovan Sims at the buzzer, his shot no good. Raiders had two or three shots at it, but middle ends the first half on a drought of 11 minutes. Uh, 10 minutes and 26 seconds, and that does bring us to halftime. Your score at the half is Omaha 32, Middle Tennessee 19. Stick with us, halftime coming up after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
13: Have you been hoping to win $1,000 a day every day for the rest of your life with the added excitement of a chance to win instantly? Well, with Cash for Life with Quick Cash, today could be your lucky day. Give it a try. Simply add Quick Cash to your next Cash for Life purchase for a chance to win instantly. But wait, there's more. Then watch the nightly Cash for Life drawing to see if you win $1,000 a day or week for life. Cash for Life with Quick Cash, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into our halftime show brought to you in part by Las Casas Drugs. They provide all your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. The Beach Bubble at the Gulf Coast Showcase going on. And Chip Walters, Kyle Turnham with you here at halftime. And how the the first half, it was a tail of two halves within the first half.
2: Yeah, uh, the the first ten minutes looked one way and the last ten minutes looked another way completely. Middle got off to a great start defensively, uh, turning defense into offense and the second ten minutes we were unable to turn Omaha over. Omaha was getting uh, a number of of second chance baskets and the lid got put on our rim and we have gone scoreless over the last 11 minutes of the first half.
1: Middle Tennessee scored the first points of the game uh, and pushed the lead out at the first media break to five to four, then got the lead out to nine points at 15 to six. And, uh, and that's where it stopped. The Blue Raiders, from that point on, scored only four points. And in the final three segments of the first half, Middle Tennessee, uh, let's see, outscored 15 plus 7, 22 to nothing by Omaha in the final 10 minutes and however many seconds. But uh, a, just a huge drought. And... Uh, It started uh, on the defensive end, then shots began to be forced a little bit, so it kind of fed on itself a little bit. Yeah, it
2: really did, and uh, I I thought uh, it it seemed like the more that we missed, the more impatient that we got. We sort of got out of rhythm uh, offensively, and uh, at, at that stage in the game, we didn't look like we knew where shots were going to come from. We had a couple of turnovers as well, and they got in transition. So, uh, you know, not the way we wanted to finish this half without question.
1: 32-19 the score at the half. We'll have the numbers for you coming up after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
21: at marco's pizza get pizza the italian way with dough made from scratch an original sauce recipe our signature three fresh cheeses and premium toppings you love all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact free try our delicious specialty pizzas like the deluxe garden or all meat cooked on a golden crust or no crust in new specialty pizza bowls for just 7.99 each visit us in murfreesboro and in smyrna in a brand new location in laverne order with our app or at marcos.com today marco's pizza the italian way price may
1: vary
18: With COVID cases on the rise, student and faculty safety is more important than ever. RJ Young provides zero contact temperature kiosks to scan temperatures of every visitor into a campus building. Paired with a database accessed through a QR code, you can monitor and log critical information for tracing needs. To provide COVID protection on your campus, visit rjyoung.com safety.
1: 32-19 at the half, Omaha leading Middle Tennessee. Did you know that right now Geico's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit geico.com to learn more. Middle Tennessee uh, leading scorer, Dontrell Schuler with four points, had two field goals. Nobody else with more than one field goal in the first half. For Omaha, they were led by... Matt Pyle with 10 points, 7 points for Marlon Ruffin. Everybody else in in low single digits. Quick look at the team numbers, Kyle.
2: Team numbers, uh, Middle Tennessee 25% from the floor on 8 of 32 shooting. Omaha 43% on 13 of 30. From the three-point line, Middle Tennessee 2 of 11 for 18%. Omaha 1 of 3 for 33%. Middle one of five from the free throw line for 20%. Omaha five out of six for 83% turnovers. Omaha with 12. Middle Tennessee with seven points off turnovers. Ten to five, however, in favor of Omaha. Uh, Total rebounds right now. Omaha doubling Middle Tennessee, 26 to 13. uh, And they have five offensive rebounds to Middle Tennessee's four second chance points. Omaha 60, Bench points, Omaha 16-9. points in the paint, Omaha 16 to 8. So those numbers are quite telling.
1: Yep, absolutely. At Try Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need that team up day after day to fight for a win on your home court. If you have a lot to do on your property and missing the game isn't an option, it's time to try Green. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, Blue Raider basketball. Get started online at trigreenequipment.com. Proud partner, Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. We'll take a timeout second half coming up after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
22: To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great race, we gave this game day jam surprisingly great lyrics.
5: Congratulations to Ascend Federal Credit Union for being voted Best Credit Union and Best Bank by readers of the Murfreesboro Post. Ascend, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Serving MTSU fans with six Rutherford County branches, convenient ATMs, online banking, a mobile app, and 24-7 support by phone. Visit ascend.org to learn more about Ascend's MTSU debit card and annual scholarship. Bank where Blue Raiders belong. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into the beach bubble from Hertz Arena in Estero, Florida. Right now, let's pause for station identification. You're listening to Blue Raider basketball from Learfield IMG College
0: the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Conference USA
4: champs. Raiders win the championship.
0: News Radio WGNS,
1: Murfreesboro. Chip Walters, Kyle Turnham with you on the Blue Raider Network today, broadcasting remotely while the team is in Florida. Glad to have you along with us. And uh, Kyle, uh, trailing by 13 just to get something going here. Uh, the, the Raiders led by nine with... 13-and-a-half minutes to play in the half and found themselves down by 13 at the break. Yeah, you're right, Chip, and I
2: think that uh, one of the uh, adjustments that you might see out of the Blue Raider basketball team, we're playing with two basically low posts right now, running a lot of high-low action, and we may look to go more to a four-out-one inset to create some driving lanes and let the Blue Raiders put the ball on the floor and get to the rim as opposed to being... Uh, jammed up with a, a double low post lineup.
1: Middle has it to start the second half. They work it down to Dishman on the low block left side. Dish works his way in, gets inside, missed the layup, and the rebound taken by Wenjang Tut of Omaha. Tut into the front court, works it to Akinwole. Akinwole right side, tried to go underneath whistle and a foul. They're going to call that on Tyson Jackson. That will be his third personal And the first on the team here in the second half. Yeah,
2: a little impatience there by Tyson, who's leaving the game right now. He had uh, Pyle moved out off of his sweet spot. And at that point, when you do that, you just need to sort of relax defensively and stay behind. Instead, Tyson kept in the
1: battle and picked up his third foul. Driving the right side by Smith, back out to Matt Pyle. They work it on the left side. Three uh, jump shot in the air by Tut, no good. Raiders get the rebound. Sims quickly down the left side into the hands of Jordan Davis. Davis on top to Coleman Jones. Now back to Sims pulls up at the free throw line to Jalen Jordan. Jordan got two very quick fouls to start the game, but he's back in there now. Blue Raiders trail 32-19. They dump it over on the right side, driving the baseline as Sims, shoots a pass back outside to Jordan Davis, saves it right at the mid-court line. Three on the shot clock, pulls up straightaway three. That's no good. Rebound taken away there by Omaha, and the Raiders did not get a good possession.
2: No, we did not, and we're not a presence on the offensive boards either.
1: Middle saves the ball inbounds bounds after a missed shot. Coming up, it was Jalen Jordan with a save, out to Sims, right side to Coleman Jones. He turns and shoots from 10, in and out, no good. Rebound pulled away by Omaha. It's Tut down the right side. Tut on top to Thornhill, Thornhill high post to Pyle. He works it left, gets it over there to Akinwole. Now right side, Tut all alone from 17, scores.
2: You had ball screen and roll action on the left side, and you saw Tut just sort of slide out on the weak side for a mid-range jumper penetrating pitch action for Omaha.
1: Fifteen-point lead, and here's Donovan Sims. Breaks the drought with a three off the right wing. Donovan Sims, his second three of the day. He's got six, and it's 34-22. We've got to get our
2: defensive mindset back, and right now, Omaha's basically getting just about anything they want.
1: Tut in the lane, misses a short baby hook. Raiders get the rebound. It's Sims down the left side of the floor. Back out now. They get it to Dishman. To Jordan Davis. Davis backs out. Works left. Over to Jalen Jordan. Now baseline left side. Coleman Jones trying to back his way in. Right-handed baby hook, no good, and Pyle gets the rebound. Pyle quickly gets it out to Marcus Smith. He'll drive. Shot no good. Loose ball picked up by Donovan Sims. Right side, here's Jalen Jordan with it. Jalen pitches it back. Jordan Davis, three on the run. Good! And middle with back-to-back threes. Cuts it to 32 or 34-25. And again,
2: our defense has gotten off to a good start, which has gotten us in some offensive flow, so we've got to
1: maintain that mentality. Jump shot up and no good. Middle gets the rebound. That was Marco Smith. Jordan Davis with the rebound. Middle trying to get a little run of their own going here. They've scored six in a row. Back out Donovan Sims on the right hash mark. Now to Coleman Jones. High post. Tries to back his way in against Pyle. Now pops out. Gets it to Sims. Sets a screen. Sims shot no good. Rebound pulled away. Matt Pyle. Pyle clears it down the left side. 16-22 to play. Pull-up shot from 10 feet, no good. Rebound, tipped out, taken by Omaha. Tut in the lane. Tut tries to go in against Coleman Jones. Spins his way in there, kicks it back outside. Now they'll work it back to Tut. Right wing over to Akinwole. Whistle and a foul inside. And that's going to be on 14, Jalen Jordan, which will be his third second team foul here in the second half.
2: And once again, what happens? Of their offensive rebound gives them extra time off the clock, gets us in a foul situation there. Conversely, we're not getting very many, if any, offensive rebounds. And for a team that's not shooting the ball any better than we are, we have a lot of opportunities to get them.
1: In line, out of bounds play for Omaha. They look to bring it in, and the long inbounds comes to Darius Hughes. Hughes over to Thornhill. Now to Pyle. He drives in the lane. His shot, no good, comes out. But Thornhill gets the offensive board. They kick it back outside to Ruffin. Ruffin to Akinwole. Cross-court pass on the left side. Back over to Ruffin. Ruffin, turnaround shot in the lane by Hughes is no good. And middle gets the rebound. Jalen Jordan. Right side. Or make that to Javante Milner. Back out to Davis now. Left side to Schuler on top to Milner Chris. Now Davis, three in the air. Good. Spotted up. Hit it. Jordan Davis. He's got two threes today, nine total points, and he's pulled the Raiders back within six at 34 to 28. Thornhill, top of the key. Works right side, goes there to Ruffin. Ruffin gets it low to Pyle. Pile to Thornhill. Three out of the corner is good by Thornhill. Well, that's a really nice set there by
2: Omaha. They threw the ball inside to Pile on the right side and he skipped it across the top of the rim to a wide open three point shooter on the opposite end. That's going to be an illegal screen set on Coleman Jones on just a basic handoff action.
1: So the foul is called and timeout on the floor. Back after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
16: Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 80 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. We provide 24-7 assistance by calling 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown—people you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com.
22: To celebrate State Farm's surprisingly great race, we gave this game day jam surprisingly great lyrics.
0: News Radio WGNS,
1: the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. 14:52 to play in the second half, and not only was there a foul on Coleman Jones, but a technical foul called on the Blue Raider bench as they uh, protested what uh, the call. But at the line is Akinwole for two free throws. First one is good. Second one is no good. So 37-28 is the score. And it's gonna be, or actually, yeah, it's Omaha's ball. They have it up by nine. Now they work it to underneath and they get a basket by Ruffin. Marlon Ruffin, he has nine. And it is 39 to 39-28. Blue Raiders trail by 11.
2: Yeah, Omaha raised a uh, pile up there and cut rough and in underneath. Just way too easy of a play.
1: Today's second half brought to you in part by Granniston Associates, certified public accountants, specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services. Granniston Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at gcpas.com. Raiders get the ball in off the curl. The shot missed. Rebound offensively taken by Coleman Jones. Coleman Jones looks, kicks it out. Donovan Sims, three off the left wing. Good. Donovan Sims with his third three of the day. He's got 12, and it's now 39-31. Middle trails by eight. Got an
2: offensive rebound. That's what it will do for you.
1: Yep, it will. Pile with it. Left block drives in. Right handed hook comes up short. Rebound pulled away by Javante Milner. Chris. Now here's, Devo- here's De- Donovan Sims, right side to Jordan Davis. Now Sims, left wing. Three in the air again. Good again. Donovan is hit back to back threes. He's got nine, and it's 39 34. Blue Raiders have clawed back within five. 13 and a half minutes to play. Here's Pyle stops at the high post gets it back outside to Sammy Rowe whistle and an offensive foul called on Pile that's going to be an illegal screen i think correct that'll be his second foul first team foul of the half on Omaha
2: Well, we need to keep feeding the hot hand right here. Great time to run a set for Donovan Sims to get him a wide-open three-point shot because he is absolutely feeling it. Here it comes.
1: There it is on the left side, but whistle and a stoppage of play. There was a foul on – Illegal screen. An illegal screen on middle. And that's going to be on Coleman Jones. That will be his third, team's fifth. 39-34, 39-34, five-point lead for Omaha. They work it back outside, there's Ruffin with the ball. He'll spin, try to get in the lane, pull up, shoot from 16 and score.
2: Or they have made some tough, tough shots.
1: 41-34, seven-point lead. 12.53 to play. Here's Schuler to the right side. Kicks it back out, driving into the lane. Javante Milner scores. And he was fouled. So Milner, Milner Chris, his first two of the day, we'll check the foul. That's on Evans. It'll be his third, team second, and a three point opportunity for the Blue Raiders. Try to get it down under five. That's where it is right now. And Javante Milner Chris.
2: At the line for an old-fashioned three. And what you're seeing is you're seeing that post lineup. You're taking that four and you're sliding him out to the perimeter. So, in essence, as I talked about to start the second half, you're going to a little bit more of a four-out, one-in type of offense, and that's creating some driving opportunities for the Blue Raider guards and for that
1: four-man. Misses the free throw. The drought at the free throw line continues. Here's Tut with it on the left side. 41-36 Omaha. 12-and-a-half to play. Ball popped away from behind. Raiders pick it up. Jordan Davis, he's going to outrun everybody, and he'll stuff it. Hello for Irmo, South Carolina. Had to get used to that
2: one. Yeah, Milner, Chris with the poke on the other end that got that thing started, and Jordan Davis just hit the Jets
1: to get that dunk. 41-38. Blue Raiders down by three. It's a one-possession game until now. The shot by Tut is good. He's got eight, and it's 43-38. Blue Raiders trail by five, in middle gets the ball. Oh, that's a replay. Timeout called. 32nd timeout, and it's a media timeout as well. Back after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
12: Today's horoscope brought to you by GEICO.
6: People will take note of your sunny disposition, Sagittarius. That's because you just switched to GEICO and discovered you could save hundreds of dollars a year on car insurance. However, your newfound inner glow may prompt unfounded rumors. Did you get a promotion or you want a juice cleanse? Did they give you too much anesthesia at your dentist appointment? Your secret is safe with us, Sagittarius. GEICO.
9: 15 minutes could
12: save you 15% or more.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: Twelve oh five left to play. Middle Tennessee trailing by five. Middle Tennessee State University, named one of the nation's top colleges by the Princeton Review, our beautiful campus, home to over 140 majors, taught in state-of-the-art facilities. Find out what Blue can do for you. MTSU.edu slash about. Middle Tennessee gets the ball inside and draws a foul, and it will be at the line. The foul is on 22, Marco Smith, his first, team's third. And with 11.50 to play, there is a media timeout now. Your score, Omaha 43, Middle Tennessee 38, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
9: Have an upcoming event or celebration? MT Catering has you covered on or off campus. Whether it's a business lunch, wedding, tailgate, or anything in between, MT Catering has got you covered. We also offer Chick-fil-A and Dunkin' Donuts catering. Call us today to help plan your event at 615-898-2202 or visit mtdining.com and click catering. MT Catering, your MTSU catering solution.
20: Somewhere out there, a math teacher's school loans were forgiven, allowing her to focus on paying it forward, not back.
8: Somewhere out there, a parent is breathing easier, knowing their child's college education will cost a little less. Somewhere out there, the Hope Scholarship just helped a student open the door to a brighter future.
20: And they all have players like you to thank for the $5.5 billion raised for education. Because every time someone plays the Tennessee Lottery, education wins. The Tennessee Education Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider
1: sports. Today's game brought to you by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, the official medical group of MTSU Athletics, proudly keeping Murfreesboro healthy since 1949. Yeah, Jordan Middle, Davis.
2: Middle Tennessee, four out of its last four from the floor, but again, I think for us, it started on the defensive end.
1: Yep, Jordan Davis at the line after the foul, hits the first one to cut it to four at 43:39, and trying to get it back to a one possession game again. And he does, Jordan Davis with 16 points and Kylie's had 13 of them here in the second half. 43-40. Now, back to a three point game, Omaha with it. Here's Rowe, Sammy Rowe. Works it left side to Ruffin. Ruffin tries to go baseline, gets underneath. His layup off the bottom of the rim, and middle gets the rebound. Javante Milner-Chris gets it out to Jordan Davis. Davis got the hot hand. They kick it outside again to Schuler. Schuler on top. Milner, three. That one's no good. Rebound tipped there and taken by Coleman-Jones, who sticks it up. No good. And the Blue Raiders miss out on an opportunity there. Omaha back into the front court. Wild drive, and a charging foul is going to be the call on Darius Hughes.
2: Great job by Coleman Jones, standing his ground in there. He worked hard on the offensive rebound on the other end and yet sprinted the floor and was the one that took the charge. That's a big time play by Coleman Jones.
1: 11 minutes, 12 seconds remaining. Omaha leads by three. Blue Raiders play again tomorrow at 10 a.m. against East Tennessee. We'll have our countdown to tip off beginning at 9.30 a.m. in the morning. Again, they're still working on that same end of the floor that has been slick all day. Trying to get up any moisture that's there. 43-40. Middle with the ball now. They have a chance to pull within one or tie it on this trip down. Dontrell Schuler works it back outside to Jordan Davis. Now to the hands of Eli Lawrence to Davis. Davis gets to the lane, goes baseline underneath. Coleman Jones, layup good.
2: Nice interior passing there by Middle Tennessee. It started with the pick and roll action on the left side of the floor. Jordan Davis got the ball to the weak side post who threw an and one underneath for the layup.
1: Raiders have cut it to one, 43-42. Now on the left side. They work the ball out to Ruffin. Ruffin to Tut, Tut stops at the free throw line. Looks to get rid of it. Does so to Ruffin on the left wing. Ruffin now to drive. Pulls up. Ball. A whistle and a foul. That's going to be on Jordan Davis. And that'll be his first of the day, if I'm correct. And uh, his team's sixth foul. So it's an inline out of bounds play for Omaha with 10.26 to play. Omaha to bring it in, they lob it, get it in to Pyle, Pyle has the ball stolen away and that's Dishman who took it away from him, Dish gets it out now to Schuler. Schuler at the free throw line, back to Dishman, he'll drive on Pyle, go down the right side, shot no good, it was partially blocked I think, and rebound taken away by Ruffin of Omaha, ball loose on the floor and Dishman picks it up again.
2: Yeah, DeAndre better serve to give that ball up on the other end. He's been a little patient, impatient, offensively needs to show a lot more patience.
1: Coleman Jones on the left block, trying to back his way down. Gets underneath, shot up there, no good. Rebound tipped out, taken by Omaha. And it is Sammy Rowe coming the other way. And again, that's a tough shot when we got a chance to take the lead. Whistle and a foul outside. That's going to be on Eli Lawrence, his first. Team seventh, and 1-1 coming up for Omaha with 9.40 to play. As a post player, you have to recognize that sometimes
2: the defense is going to do a great job and you need to kick that ball back out, follow it out, go ball screen it, and get more action going again instead of just taking tough shot after tough shot. Thank goodness Omaha with the missed free throw.
1: Raiders quickly the other way. Layup is no good, but a foul is going to be called on Omaha, and I think that's going to be on Marco Smith, 22. I'm not sure, Chip, to be honest. It is. It's on Smith. His second, team's fifth, 9.34 to play, and middle goes to the line and it's going to be Dontrell Schuler at the stripe chance to tie the game Schuler a 64% free throw shooter at Charleston Southern and he does tie the game 43-43 now a chance to take the lead it's been a while Schuler looks shoots Scores. Middle leads by a score of 44 to 43. The Blue Raiders up one with 9:30 to play. Now some pressure in backcourt by Schuler, and there's a push off and a blocking foul is going to be called on Schuler, but it was a, a-, 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 a Akinwole made some room for himself there.
2: Well, uh, again. You know, I appreciate your enthusiasm and your intensity, but knowing that Omaha is going to the free-throw line every step of the way from this point, the last thing you want to do is foul them 30 feet from the basket and let them get to the free-throw line.
1: Akinwole, front end of the one-and-one, is good. That ties the game back up at 44. And Omaha looking to get the lead back with a made free throw. Akinwole hit them both. He's got five, and it's 45-44. Omaha. Jalen Jordan brings it down and crosses the timeline. Gets it back outside to Schuler. Schuler driving in. His layup is no good. Tip out taken by Tutt. Again, tough shot. It, it, we're not going up and taking that shot in rhythm. We're adjusting while we're in midair. Akinwole <laughs> to Tut. Hands it off, gets it back outside to Smith. Smith works it now to Akinwole. Gets a screen from Pyle. Now Akinwole pulls up at the left elbow. Goes left side to Tut. Wanjang Tut works it underneath against Tyson Jackson and scores, nice move to the baseline. And 10 points now for Tut, it's 47-44. Omaha by three with 8.38 to play. Middle in front court. Dishman just had his legs taken out from under him, and finally, I think a foul was called after the fact. But Andrew Walton was going to sit there and look at it. He was going to let it go. He didn't blow his whistle at all, and, and fortunately, the baseline
2: official was the one that made the call. Otherwise, that's going to be a jailbreak layup for
1: Omaha. Uh, stunning no call by Andrew. It just took. He just got his feet out from Just under took him. his legs out from under him. Exactly. That's the 16 foul on Omaha, 8.33 to play. You're both teams in the one and one finally. Here's Dishman with it, top of the key, gets it down on the left side. And underneath to Eli Lawrence, his shot won't go, but an offensive rebound, Dish up strong, got missed the shot, got the foul, he'll go to the line.
2: You notice Middle is starting to get some offensive rebounds, and that's one of the things that we've got to be with this team. We've got more than enough athletic ability and depth to be a really aggressive offensive rebounding team, particularly when we don't shoot the ball any better than we did in the first half.
1: Foul is on Matt Pyle. That will be his third dish at the line. Free throw is good by DeAndre Dishman. He has three points in the game.
2: Middle currently 16-52 of from the floor for 31%.
1: Looking to cut it back to one with a made free throw, and Dish hits them both. He's got four, and it's 47-46. So
2: now it becomes a possession-by-possession game with eight minutes and 20 seconds to go, and that's exactly the way that you've got to address it. Both teams in the one-and-one. So you've got to play sound defensively, take great shots offensively.
1: High screen, Akinwole has the ball stolen. Dishman steals it out to Jalen Jordan, two on one break. Jordan drives and he will be fouled. Middle Tennessee got the good steal. Akinwole with the foul. Or actually they're going to call that on Rowe. Sammy Rowe, his first. Team's eighth and that will send Jalen Jordan to the line. Jordan from Conyers, Georgia, redshirt junior transfer from St. Francis. Jordan hits the first free throw. That ties the game. His first points of the day, 8.04 left. Middle trying to retake the lead on a free throw by Jalen Jordan. Puts it up there and it's good. Jordan with both of them, 48-47 Middle Tennessee as we hit the eight-minute mark left in the basketball game. Akinwole on top, four of the Mavericks. Akinwole looking, he's covered up. Now they go right side to Ruffin, back out to Tut. Tut nearly traveled. Now Ruffin, a three off the right side, going to be off. Rebound, and a foul is going to be called on a three. Is that going to be on Dishman? It is. Foul is on Dish. He fouled the three-point shooter, Cardinal Sin. But he did, and a timeout. 7.45 to play in the game. Middle 48, Omaha 47 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
20: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com.
14: Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help block your hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a slam dunk.
12: That's what I said.
9: Hey everybody, I'm Mike Golick, and are you ready to test your college sports knowledge? Join me as I host the Fan Exam, presented by Unilever. A new live trivia game show taking place at 8 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday and Thursday through December 17th at thefanexam.com. We're giving out some great prizes every week and at the end of the season. Plus, it's free to play. Show your smarts as you compete against college fans from all over the country. Sign up now at thefanexam.com.
22: It's the Fan Exam, presented by Unilever.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: Back with a beach bubble from Estero, Florida. Middle Tennessee leading 48 47, but a couple of free throws coming, or actually three free throws coming for Marlon Ruffin of Omaha. First one is up and good. DeAndre Dishman fouled Ruffin in the act of shooting a 3. First one's good. Ties the game at 48. Second one is good. Omaha retakes the lead at 49-48. And a third one coming for Ruffin. Got them all. He's got 14 and it's 50 to 48. Omaha Blue Raiders trail by two with 7.40 to play. Here's Jalen Jordan into the front court, out to Milner. Now hands it off to Donovan Sims, driving left-handed layup. Good by Donovan Sims, and we're tied again.
2: Great job by Donovan of recognizing there was no hedge, no intervention whatsoever. Just drove the ball right down the lane for the easiest shot that he'll get all year. That was a layup
1: line shot. No question. Pyle in the lane, shot no good, no foul call. There was some contact. Raiders get the rebound. Jalen Jordan into the front court, driving with the left hand. Now switches to the right, backs outside the three-point line. On top, Javante Milner-Chris, back to Jordan Davis. Lost the handle, picks it up. Davis has had a big second half. Now here is Coleman Jones on the right block, trying to back in against Pyle. Works to the right, baby hook, no good. Got his own rebound, sticks it up, no good, and he got fouled. It's either going to be on pile or tut, and it's going to be on pile, or make that tut. Once again,
2: you see the offensive rebounds coming from extra efforts, and that has been a big game changer for us in the second half, something
1: that we didn't get a lot of in the first half. Jared Coleman-Jones, the transfer from Northwestern. Free throws coming here. First one's good.
2: Well, I really like this lineup that's out on the floor. Jordan Davis, Donovan Sims, and Jared Coleman-Jones, as well as Milner-Chris. I think that's been a really good, effective four people to have on the floor.
1: Second one coming. Coleman-Jones with a free throw, rattled and fell in. He's got six in his Blue Raider debut. 52-50, middle by two. 6.45 6.45 to play. With the ball, there is Tut. Looks to get rid of it and got in a big traffic jam over there. Ruffin got into it. Ball knocked away, ended up out of bounds off the hands of middle, or last touched by middle. Ruffin will inbound. Schuler
2: in for Jordan Sims.
1: Handoff. Now right side. They get it over to Sammy Rowe. Rowe back outside to Akinwole. Akinwole left side to Ruffin. Got a screen from Pyle. Now back outside. Akinwole. They close out on him. He backs up. Shoots a three. Misses it. Long rebound. Goes to Rowe. Rowe back to Ruffin. His drive. Stopped. Looks to get it back outside. Does to Pyle. Now over to Marco Smith. Back out to Sammy Rowe. Outside the three-point line. Five on the shot clock. Rowe works to the left, pulls up, shoots a three, misses. This long rebound is going to be taken by the Blue Raiders. Coming the other way. The pull-up by Lawrence. He drives in the lane, misses the shot, but a foul inside, and Eli Lawrence will go to the line, and I think the foul is going to be on Rowe. So the, say what you got.
2: Yeah, it's, it's Dontrell Shuler was the one that actually got fouled right there. Okay. He's the one that got the rebound and pushed it up.
1: We need all four eyeballs. No, quit. in this situation, <laughs> this is different. There's no doubt. Calling it off the video screen here. Fortunately, we have a some technical assistance by Nathan Wallach today. In the studio, Dalton Barrett and Zach Woodard, our studio producers today. Yeah, our, so, our
2: defense starting to pick up things a little bit on the other end right now. Omaha. No field goals in the last 254. we We've got to maintain that mentality.
1: Blue Raiders on a 6-0 run over the last 97 seconds. And the free throw there by Shuler is good. Dontrell with seven. Tyson Jackson coming back in. Jace Johnson back in. Going out, Javante Milner and Coleman Jones. Shuler with another coming. Little leads by three. Now by four as Schuler hits them both. 54-50. Now let's protect this lead with 552 to play. In the backcourt. They get it to Akinwole. Now to Ruffin. Ruffin drives. They kick it in the corner. A three by Rowe is no good. Rebound kicks out. It'll be picked up by Schuler. Still loose. Still loose. Jump ball. And let's see who gets possession here. It should be Omaha, I think, because the Blue Raiders had the ball to start the half. They bring out the Mops, and it is going to be Omaha's ball with 5.32 to play. But, Kyle, the offensive output has been... A direct correlation to picking it up on the defense.
2: Yeah, I think that, and the fact that we've been a lot more effective on the offensive boards as well. It's given us a, you know, we, we've gotten that stat tied up at eight-eight second chance points. We've got a seven-to-six advantage there, and we were upside down in that regard uh,
1: in the first half. Blue Raiders by 4, 54-50 with five twenty-three to play. Omaha with the ball. Akinwole back to Ruffin, left side to Sammy Rowe. He tries to drive, gets cut off. Now here's a ball knocked away. Middle gets the steal. Raiders get it outside. Jordan Davis misses a dunk, but he's going to be fouled by Ruffin.
2: Well, give credit to Dante Shuler on the defensive end because he was the one that created the steal. He was the one that got the deflection, and that allowed us to pick it up and push it up.
1: Foul is on Ruffin, his first double bonus actually a that's Jace Johnson on the missed dunk actually and Jordan Davis with a great pitch ahead so now time to hit some free throws Jace Johnson first one good his first point of the day 55-50 Johnson Second one no good. Middle by 5. 55-50 with 505 to play. Omaha with the ball. Here's Rowe. Or make it Akin Wole guarded out there by e- by Schuler. Here's Pile with it driving in against Tyson Jackson. His power move and he scored. Matt Pyle with 12 55 52. Blue Raiders lead by three with 4.45 to play. you got to admire Matt Pyle's style of
2: play. He's just a throwback guy that just knows how to play. He gets great angles,
1: great great understanding of the game. Raiders just lose the ball. Jordan Davis lost it off his knee. But you're right about Pyle. There is not one thing fancy about his game. Nope, he's just effective. But he's had over 900 points and over 700 rebounds in his career. Yeah, when you go back and even look at last night, I mean, he finishes
2: the game with 14 rebounds. Six of them were offensive, and uh, he's not, with all due respect, an ounce athletic.
1: 55-52, middle with the ball, or rather Omaha with the ball, middle with the lead. Here's Akinwole. Akinwole, right side, pulls up, gets it into the hands of Pyle. Now he throws it off the bottom of the rim and out of bounds. He tried to cross-court pass, and it went off the bottom of the rim and then out of bounds on a carom. Blue Raiders get the ball back. Yeah,
2: Thornhill was dry, was, was diving to the rim. That's one of the things that's uh, it, it's it's created some problems for us, particularly in the first half. Their cutters to the rim have gotten behind us a little bit. That time the pass was off, and like you said, hit the bottom of the rim on its way to the other side.
1: Blue Raiders with the ball. Here's Shuler with it. Back outside, Jalen Jordan tries to drive in, kicks it left side now to Jace Johnson, back to Shuler. Shuler, left side, Jordan. Jalen Jordan pulls up, fires along too. two. It's no good. Rebound tipped out, still loose on the floor, and it's going to be Middle who comes up with it. Jalen Jordan drives in. Layup good! Jalen Jordan with the bucket.
2: That is a big game changer because we took a really poor shot particularly in the circumstances but found a way to make a play
1: pile inside with it goes up scores just like that he's got 14 57 54 three-point game again timeout on the floor and immediate timeout as well with 335 left to play your score middle tennessee 57 Omaha 54, back after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
18: Build a safer campus with security cameras by R.J. Young. Our security cameras are limitlessly smart, scalable, and simple to use. Schools are choosing our security systems as they can be monitored from anywhere and give instant alerts. With COVID cases on the rise, the camera's environmental sensors conduct heat mapping to monitor high traffic areas so you know where to sanitize often. To provide protection to your campus, visit rjyoung.com slash safety.
0: Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Well, did you know that right now, GEICO's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com to learn more. Middle Tennessee with a three-point lead and the ball. Jordan Davis brings it into the front court for the Blue Raiders with three and a half to play. Here's Shuler with it on top. Back out now to Jace Johnson. Johnson, left side to Davis. Davis drives with the left hand, goes baseline, kicks it in the lane. Coleman-Jones has it, and the ball stripped away. Middle will keep it as Ruffin did a good job coming from the back side to strip it away from Coleman-Jones. He really had the angle inside. It
2: was a nice drive by Jordan Davis and a nice find to Coleman-Jones, uh, who was going to be diving there. And you're right, Ruffin just dropped down and knocked that ball away. Ten Middle. on the shot clock.
1: Here's a steal. Jace Johnson had the ball stolen. Driving down is a- 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 Akinwole and a foul on middle. We'll check the Blue Raider foul. And that's going to be on Schuller, his second team's 10. 57 54, 3.09 to play. Io Akinwole at the line. First one up and no good comes out. There will be a second free throw coming. Raiders make a change and bring Javante Milner-Chris back in.
2: Yeah, that could
1: only three out of six from the free throw line. And he missed them both. Rebound taken by Javante Milner-Chris. They clear it out now to Jalen Jordan. Jordan into the front court with three minutes to play. Blue Raiders lead by three. Milner-Chris hands it off now to Jordan Davis. Davis. Looks right, goes over there. Mismatch. To Schuler on top of to Coleman Jones. Missed it. Now left side. Here is Shuler in the lane, hangs up there and misses. Rebound Pyle, 2.41 to play. They work it back outside, get it in the hands of Ruffin. Ruffin pulls up at the free throw line, clears it back now to Akinwole. Akinwole drives to the left, picks it up, goes baseline to Pyle. Pyle backing in against Coleman Jones, worms his way in and scores. He's got 16, and it's a one-point game. 57-56, Blue Raiders with the lead. And whistle, and they stop play. Again, more moisture, and Jalen Jordan took a... Yeah, I couldn't tell if if if
2: it became a part of the play or if he was just coming to get the basketball and slipped on moisture and went down there. But they have had some major moisture issues on the floor on that end of the floor in particular, the entire game. I wonder if there's ice underneath it. My guess is yes. I'm looking at the configuration of the arena. The dasher what boards are tell. up. Yep, they are.
1: So there could be, there may be ice underneath there for sure. 2.20 to play, 57-56. Yeah, I was wondering if that was where the Everblades played. It is. It's exactly where they play. Yep. Middle with the ball, Donovan Sims. Sims has had a good day, three threes today. They work it left side. Dishman has it. Gets in the lane, driving shot. Good, DeAndre Dishman with the, six. The running Kareem Abdul-Jabbar hook shot. Yes, it was 59, 56, and a timeout taken by the Blue Raiders with 2:03 remaining, and this is a 32nd timeout. But uh, you know we've seen uh, as we as we expected, Kyle, a ton of combinations today. Yep, and. And it's going to take the coaching staff a little time as they go back and evaluate and also what they see in real time to uh, who who do they have confidence in? Who do they trust in particular in situations like right now when the game is on the line?
2: Well, not only that, you you have a scenario where people think it's always the five best players, and that's not the case at all. It's the five players that play best together. Uh, And sometimes you have to have people be – Uh, role players in those situations. Uh, There's a lot of, you know, variables that go into what you do to put a lineup together. But, uh, you know, that's one of the things that game action does is it
1: gives you feedback on who goes where, when, and how. Exactly two minutes to play. Middle by three. Omaha has the ball. In the backcourt, Sammy Rowe moves it into the front. They go right side to Tut. Wanjang Tut. Looks to get into the lane. Spinning left-hander, no good. Rebound taken by middle. It's Jordan Davis with the rebound, and he'll clear it out to Donovan Sims. Huge possession here. Got to have a basket. 100 seconds to play. Back outside. Schuler, right side to Jordan Davis. They hedge out on him hard. Now right side. Ball loose, another slip, and it's going to go over to... To Omaha, And again, Jordan Davis had his feet just come out from under him. Well, that was because of the pass. The pass from uh, Coleman Jones
2: basically went to his shins, and he was trying to figure out a way to, to catch it cleanly. Yeah, and, and that was just a very, very lackadaisical pass
1: in a situation where a tough pass wasn't required at all. 126 to play. They do wipe up some moisture. Right in front of the Blue Raider bench. Beach bubble action from the Hertz Arena in the Fort Myers, Estero, Florida area. Omaha with the ball. They bring it in to Io Akinwole. Akinwole into the front court, working against Dontrell Schuler. They pick for him high. Akinwole picks up the dribble. Raiders defend him, get it in the hands of Sammy Rowe. Rowe hands it off back to Akinwole, 10 on the shot clock. High
2: post ball screen.
1: 105 left in the game. Akinwole to the left side. Pulls up, shoots a 17-footer, no good. Middle with a rebound. And it's going to be taken by Javante Milner-Chris. Be deliberate. 52 seconds to play. Right side. They work it over to Schuler. Now Donovan Sims top of the key. Sims back out to... Coleman Jones and a timeout by Middle with 40 seconds to play in the game. 11 seconds left on the shot clock. The Blue Raiders came into the second half with their full complement of timeouts. Now everybody has one left. That's correct. And obviously
2: as it was on the previous possession, this possession becomes even larger because you're trying to get it to a two-possession game. Both teams obviously in the double bonus at this point. So, you know, you want to get something going towards the rim, force the defense to have to foul or make a
1: play. Coming up at 1 o'clock today, East Tennessee will take on Austin P. and the Blue Raiders will face East Tennessee tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Time. We'll have that broadcast for you at, beginning at 9.30 with our countdown to tip-off.
2: This is going to be a side-out-of-bounds set for the Blue Raiders, 11 on the shot clock, 40 seconds on the game clock.
1: Dontrell Schuler to bring it in. Gets it into Dishman, back to Schuler. Five on the shot clock, back outside. Here's Donovan Sims, pulls up, shoots a three, barely misses it. Rebound taken by Pyle of Omaha, 28 seconds to play. Pyle, they work it long into the corner to Thornhill, back out to Ruffin. Back up three. Shot, no good. Rebound taken, Jordan Davis, and he's going to get fouled. Sammy Rowe will foul him, and Jordan Davis will be heading to the free throw line with 19 seconds to play and a chance to get this one closer to the left-hand column.
2: Yeah, I thought Omaha looked really rushed in their possession. Uh, Thornhill had, I think, you know, a, a pretty good look at three, passed it back to... Uh, Ruffin for three, and he took a rushed move, especially
1: with 19 seconds to go. Jordan Davis misses the first free throw. He'll have another. Got to have this one. Middle by three, 19 seconds remaining. One shot coming for Jordan Davis. Blue Raiders 59, Omaha 56. Davis. Davis. Missed the second one, and the rebound taken by Ruffin of Omaha. They work it back outside. Here's Ruffin down the left side. Ruffin, hash mark, driving, gets to the corner, whistle, and a foul is going to be called. No. Yes, they are. They're going to call it on Davis.
2: And truthfully, that is absolutely opposite of what we want to have happen. We do not want to stop the clock and allow them to make up some ground here. Nine seconds to go. They're down three. A chance to cut it to one
1: and set their defense. Ruffin, first free throw, good, of course. Nine seconds left in the game. Omaha with one timeout left. Middle has one as well. Ruffin, second free throw, got it. 59-58, and they're going to call a timeout. Omaha is going to call it here, I think, on defense. Yes, they are. So, set it up.
2: Well, I I think it – I'm a little surprised Omaha took that time out rather than just go ahead and and set their defense after the made free throw. For the Blue Raiders, job number one, get the ball inbound safely. Obviously, what you're looking to do is have a lot of action away from the ball unless you feel like you have a superior athletic advantage, and at that point you just bring one person up and let him sprint to the ball. Uh, But that inbounds passer needs to have a count going on in his head, recognize that if he can't get that ball in by three and a half, take the timeout.
1: So nine seconds remaining. Middle Tennessee leading 59-58.
2: Yeah, a a run-out
1: situation here
2: probably is a little bit too early because if you don't come up with it, that would give them the opportunity To intercept it and advance it right back up the court. If you have less than nine seconds to go, you could you can run a run out a little bit better because then if you don't come up with it, it gives them little time to advance the ball up the floor.
1: They're continuing to wipe up moisture on the floor, and there's got to be ice under this floor. And and they don't don't have it. There's any question. Not insulated as well as what we have seen in Nashville as uh, players have been slipping and sliding all day.
2: All right, looks like Javonte Milner-Chris is going to be taking the
1: ball out of bounds. He is. Milner-Chris will inbound with nine seconds remaining. Job one, get it in, and they do to Donovan Sims. Sims being dogged on the sideline, and the Raiders will throw it away with 2.8 seconds to play. Donovan tried to loop it back across, but overshot his man. It'll go out of bounds to Omaha at about midcourt.
2: Donovan would have been much better served to just eat the ball in that situation, and if he would have without a foul from Omaha, the game would be over.
1: And Middle's going to call their final timeout here with 2.8 seconds to play, and while they do that... Let's pause for station identification on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro.
1: Chip Walters, Kyle Turnham with you from... The Kennan Hall of Fame building on the MTSU campus, but the beach bubble going on down in Estero, Florida. There's no timeout called here. This was an official stoppage for a review. Uh, of so 2.8 on the clock. It's going to be Omaha's ball. And I think they may have been checking to see if it was tipped, if the pass was tipped. But they get it in as they look at the In clock real time. Never, well, well, the, I, yeah, I, I can't tell. The clock is the clock is at two point eight. I don't right. think that's I, an issue. I, I, I don't,
2: well, I I think what we're getting is we're getting two. We got a different graphic from what we are with the replay. We, so, had, a
1: gra- we had a live graphic with right. a replay of video.
2: So I think the officials came over to see how much time was left when the ball went out of bounds and we're getting some really odd (laughs) video action right now, so I'm not sure how much
1: time is left. So they were trying to look at it, and still 3.2, I think, is what they're looking at here. So I think they're going to put just a little bit of time back on the clock. 3.2, I think. Nope, still at 2.8. That's what they're what the where it is right now. But it's going to be Omaha's ball near midcourt with 2.8 seconds to play. Middle Tennessee with a one-point lead. And it says Oh, let's get some size on the ball. Oh, they did put three, they did change it to 3.2. 3.2. Yep. So Jordan Davis is gonna, he's gonna guard the ball and he needs to back off
2: until they hand that ball in, and then he's got to go up there and squeeze that thing a little bit, switch everything on the perimeter. Oh, he's wide open.
1: They bring the ball in. Here's Ruffin, and he is going to be fouled by Javante Milner with 1.2 seconds to play. Milner, Chris, with the foul. He tried to wall him up, but he couldn't. He walked into him. Yeah, he was standing straight up. You
2: just got to get down in a defensive stance in that situation. A little bit too worried, I think, about the perimeter shot, and now you've got to go guard it. So with 1.2, Ruffin going to the line.
1: Ruffin to the line with 1.2 seconds to play. Ruffin with 16 already in the game. And he's got two shots coming. Marlon Ruffin. First one is up and it's good. Ruffin ties the game at 59. And Ruffin looking to give Omaha a one point lead with 1.2 seconds to play. Free throw up, free throw good by Ruffin. He has 18 off the bench today and middle's gonna call a timeout Trailing 60 to 59 with 1.2 seconds to play. Well, you got to have a baseball pass here of some kind, Kyle. No question about it. Uh, you're trying to get something as deep as you
2: possibly can. Uh, and that's one of the things as a coach, you literally have to try players out to find out who can make that pass. You know, people think it's just as simple as, okay, take it out there and throw it. And not every player can make an accurate baseball pass with a basketball, so you have to try everybody out, and then uh, all of your actions that you know take place from there. Uh, I would suspect Omaha will have somebody up on the ball being really, really active. Somebody like a Tut that can, uh, you know, really spread out and and uh, you know try to make it an indirect pass, and you know, Middle's just got to hope for the best right here.
1: This game has had wild slides in it. The Blue Raiders oh, led has. by nine in the first half, only to see themselves trail by 13 uh, at halftime. And the Blue Raiders came back, took as much as a five-point lead in the second half, and Omaha has come back to take a one-point lead with 1.2 seconds to play. Let's see who comes out for the Blue Raiders. It's going to be Donovan Sims. Javante Milner, Jordan Davis, and it's going to be Milner, I think, throwing it in. Is that correct?
2: I think that's correct.
1: Okay, Milner looking. Baseball pass coming. Raiders set a screen. Milner's pass comes to the to the free throw line on the opposite end, and it's intercepted by Pyle, and Omaha is going to win it. Final score, Omaha 60, Middle Tennessee 59. Omaha lost to Austin P yesterday. The Blue Raiders can't finish the deal today after having a five-point lead late in the ballgame. Final score again, Omaha 60, Middle Tennessee 59. Stay tuned for our postgame show coming up after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
3: and now another edition of obvious news from Geico obvious news. a study says that soft talkers do not make great radio personalities we asked local librarian Steve Sage about this and here's what he said
7: honestly I don't buy it I think I make very captivating
3: radio also in obvious news Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to manage your policy with the Geico app so switching is a really smart decision how does Steve feel about this
7: oh, I love the Geico app I use it all the time
3: that's obvious news from Geico obvious news.
0: Let's recap today's MTSU game. Welcome to the post-game show. Blue Raider basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, America's number one exit office. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance ascension st thomas official hospital partner of mtsu and by tennessee orthopedic alliance official team physicians for blue raider athletics once again here's the voice of the blue raiders chip walters news radio wgns the flagship station for blue raider sports
1: a game that had some wild swings in it today gets right down to the very end and Omaha hits two free throws with uh, 1.2 seconds or to play to win it. The uh, Blue Raiders turned it over in the final 10 seconds that gave Omaha the opportunity to win it as we uh, welcome you back into the Exit Realty post-game show brought to you by Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates and agents Richard Lewis, Tim Page, Chip Walters, and Brad Hopkins. The number one producing Exit Realty office in the United States. Find them online at ExitRealty.com. And Kyle, Middle had their chances here, had had the lead, had a three-point lead at 59-56 with about a minute to go, could not get get it closed out and you know a tip of the hat to this omaha team they played tough when they had to they found themselves in a big hole in the first half they toughed it out came back had the lead raiders fought back in the second half but it was omaha in the end here uh, in the, at the end of the second half that made some big free throws and got a huge turnover
2: you're absolutely right chip and you know when you look at the trends down the stretch Middle finishes the game, four turnovers in the last 353 turnovers in the last 207, And then, obviously, the, the final turnover was, was a, a huge death blow. Uh, we also finished without scoring in the last two minutes and seven seconds of the game. Uh, and when you're in a close game like this, those are things that are going to come back to haunt you every single time, even against a team like Omaha who, oddly enough, didn't have a field goal in the last two minutes and 22 seconds and yet still found a way to, uh, to win the game.
1: So they wanted it at the free-throw line. Absolutely right. And Middle Tennessee had the big, huge drought in the second half and then not able to close it out. Uh, they had a chance at the free-throw line with Jordan Davis. Couldn't, could not get any points out of that. But uh, Omaha wins it by a score of 60. To 59. We'll take a timeout and be back to take a look at some of the numbers in today's game after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
8: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
13: Have you been hoping to win $1,000 a day every day for the rest of your life with the added excitement of a chance to win instantly? Well, with Cash for Life with Quick Cash, today could be your lucky day. Give it a try. Simply add Quick Cash to your next Cash for Life purchase for a chance to win instantly. But wait, there's more. Then watch the nightly Cash for Life drawing to see if you win $1,000 a day or week for life. Cash for Life with Quick Cash, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into the Exit Realty Bob Lamm Associates Associates postgame show. Omaha wins it by a score of 60-59. to 59. Uh, We hope to be going to the Blue Raider locker room down in Estero, Florida here very shortly uh, with Coach Nick McDevitt and maybe Jordan Davis. We'll be checking on that uh, in, in just a couple of minutes, but looking at the uh, final stats in today's game brought to you by Grannison Associates, certified public accountants specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services, Granison Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at gcpas.com. Individually, Jordan Davis uh, with 13 points for the Blue Raiders today in his debut, he also had six rebounds on the day. Uh, DeAndre Dishman had six points and three boards. Donovan Sims led the Raiders with 14 points today. He had four threes on the on the afternoon. It was uh, J- Tyson Jackson with two points. Uh, Jalen Jordan had four. Uh, Tyler Millen did not score. Uh, Eli Lawrence had three on a three-point shot. Uh, also for the Raiders, Jace Johnson scored one at the free-throw line. Javante Milner-Chris had two. Uh, Elias King did not score. Uh, Jared Coleman-Jones had six. And Dontrell Shuler Scored a total of eight. Coleman Jones, by the way, Kyle, had seven rebounds on the day. So uh, he uh, led the Blue Raiders in rebounding. Uh, Jordan Davis also, as we mentioned, good two-way player there. He had he had six points as well.
2: Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, again, as we talked about during the broadcast, that, uh, you know, it's one thing to watch players in practice. It's another thing to watch players in games. And you have the ability as a coaching staff now to uh, have some things to take back to the uh, to the draw board with with your formulas with your you know with your matchups uh, with your uh, with your lineup and there's nothing better than game action to be able to see that uh, the one thing that will obviously come back to haunt you here is that uh, we went through that drought in the first half uh, and and just really just got completely out of whack on both ends of the floor came back took the lead in the second half showed a lot of character doing that uh down the stretch though you've got to be able to make those plays to finish the game and you know when you've got the lead uh you recognize that omaha is coming to file that situation donovan has got to take care of the basketball there and just eat the basketball you either make omaha foul and you go to the free throw line or if they don't foul, you eat it and the game is over with and we walk out of there with a win
1: but Omaha gets the win, 60 to 59. Looking at their individual numbers, they were led by Ruffin. Marlon Ruffin had 18 points in the ball game, 10 for Tut. He also had nine rebounds. Very active player. Uh, Thornhill had two. Akinwole had five. Uh, Thornhill, by the way, had six rebounds. Very quietly. Uh, uh, Pile Matt Pile, sixteen points, nine boards on the day. He has had twenty-three rebounds in two games down in uh, at the uh, at the beach bubble. Uh, Rowe had two points, five for Hughes. Evans also with. Two. So that's a look at your individual numbers. 60 to 59, we'll take a timeout, catch the team numbers, and again, uh, trying to get connected up down in the Blue Raider locker room and uh, hopefully heading down there after the break. Back after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
6: Sure, you can buy a car online and have it delivered right to your door. But there are things you can't do until it's too late, like hear it, <laughs> smell it, touch it or really see it at city auto we've got a gazillion cars for you to see online and in person including the one that's just right for you visit cityauto.com for the best of online shopping without all the pitfalls city auto start online finish in person
4: At marco's pizza
21: get pizza the italian way with dough made from scratch an original sauce recipe our signature three fresh cheeses and premium toppings you love all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact free try our delicious specialty pizzas like the deluxe garden or all meat cooked on a golden crust or no crust in new specialty pizza bowls for just $7.99 each visit us in murfreesboro and smyrna in a brand new location in laverne order with our app or at marcos.com today marco's pizza the italian way price may vary
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into the Action Realty Bob Lambert Associates postgame show. Omaha gets the win, sixty to fifty-nine, over the Blue Raiders. We have given you the individual uh, numbers in today's game, and uh, Kyle, take a look at what we have team-wise.
2: Sure. Uh, field goal percentage, Middle Tennessee, nineteen of fifty-nine for thirty-two percent. Omaha, 22 of 54 for 41%. Three-point field goal percentage. Middle Tennessee goes 7 of 20 for 35%. Omaha, 1 of 7 for 14%. From the free throw line, middle goes 14 of 22 for 64%. And Omaha goes 15 of 20 for 75%. Turnovers, Omaha with 22. Middle Tennessee with 15 and points off turnovers. That battle won by the Blue Raiders 17 to 15. Uh, Rebounding battle. Omaha wins that 43-32. Offensive rebounds, middle wins that battle 9-8. Second chance points, the Blue Raiders with a 9-6 advantage there. Bench points, Omaha 27-20 to advantage there. Points in the paint advantage goes to Omaha 24-20. to Middle with three blocks, Omaha with two, middle with 13 steals, Omaha with seven, middle with eight assists, and Omaha with eight assists as well.
1: Well, we uh, we're going to be uh, ready, set to head down to Estero, Florida, here momentarily. Uh, see if uh, who we're going to have first. We're going to have Coach first, or we're going to have uh, Jordan Davis first. Not sure. Waiting to see. We're we're connected up with them down there. Just waiting to to uh, see who shows up on the screen here in just a minute. Uh, we had great uh, reception outside a moment ago. Looks like a beautiful day on a Thanksgiving there. But uh, still, we are, uh, again, uh, waiting to see. We're going to get – again, we're going to be going there in just a moment. So we're going to take a quick break right now, back in two minutes, and hopefully we'll have Coach ready to go right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: All right, welcome back into our postgame show. Time to go back down to uh, Estero, Florida. Coach uh, Nick McDevitt standing by with us. And, Coach, this was a game that had some, some wild swings in it uh, both ways. And, and, uh, and, and, and to fight back out of a, a hole you got into, this team uh, had a lot of good things happen today, but I know you wanted to have it swing the other way right at the end.
5: Yeah, you know, we did some good things, um, you know, particularly early. I thought our energy was good to start the game. Uh, and then uh, we got a little stagnant on offense, and then uh, at times running pretty good offense, uh, just not scoring the ball. I thought we had uh, good looks uh, at times there in the first half. That just didn't go down for us. And so uh, it, it put us in a hole there at the half, but I thought uh, our attitude, our energy was good in the locker room. We came out and showed that on the floor as well. Uh, got out and uh, uh, took the lead again and um, just didn't execute on either side of the ball down the stretch, and it cost us the game.
1: You, uh, your, Your last points came with just over two minutes to play, and, uh, and like you mentioned, uh, you had, had a chance at the free throw line once, could not get back there, and, uh, and then a turnover uh, put them in a great spot.
5: Yeah, and those are things that kill you on the offensive side of the ball uh, down the stretch. You know, when, when you're trying to uh, win a close game on the offensive side of the ball, uh, you've got to have ball security and make free throws. Um, you know, you're, you're trying to score at the basket, make free throws, no turnovers. Um, you know, we, we did not do that. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, you've got to be able to guard without fouling. And, uh, we didn't do that either. And, uh, it got us beat.
2: Coach, uh, I thought one of the things that really helped you in the stage in the second half where you started coming back was when you went to a lineup that had uh, Javante in the the lineup, you could move him out to the perimeter, and it became a little bit more of a four-out-one-in rather than a three-out-two-in, and it gave your guards some more driving lanes, and Javante was able to catch the ball on the perimeter and drive the ball as well. I thought that really helped your offense.
5: It did. You know, uh, we've got some guys that could touch the paint off the bounce uh, several and uh, you don't want to jam that up uh, for those guys by putting too much traffic in there over and over again. Uh, You know, you can score at the basket in a multitude of ways. One is uh, through your bigs, through your post, uh, with post catches, but also uh, giving your guards some lanes to where they can drive and and get to the bucket. And because of several of our post players' ability to shoot, JV being one of them, uh, along with Tyler Millen, uh, Christian Fussell, uh, it spreads the floor, floor a little bit, and if, you, if you're trying to jam it up on our drivers, those guys can make shots.
1: Well, speaking of combinations, you're, you you've now have actual game film and experience, and you can go back and find out, you know, what combinations you like best because you used a lot of people today.
5: We did. Uh, you know, I think uh, we've got, had a lot of guys that have uh, – a lot of new players for one, but also some guys that have uh, been playing pretty well in practice and, and deserve minutes and – um you know i'd like to get even more guys uh the opportunity to get in the game uh just sometimes the the, the game situation dictates that uh that it's going to be hard to do that uh early tonight uh we had two of our starters and Jalen jordan and tyson jackson that picked up quick fouls so at halftime we had two starters one that played three minutes and one that played four and so some of the other guys just uh logged some heavy minutes and uh you know that that was. Uh, I'd like to have thrown some more bodies at Omaha throughout the course of the first half, but also give our guys an opportunity to get some minutes. And uh, the game situation just didn't dictate that once uh, once we got down.
2: Quick, yeah, I, th- I thought uh, Jared Coleman Jones had a, had a had a really solid game, Coach. You know, in particular in the second half. Uh, I thought he would did a, a phenomenal job of not only posting up, but when he started going to the offensive boards, it seemed to ignite your team, give you some extra possessions. He finishes the game with seven total rebounds and three offensive rebounds himself.
5: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. He's a big body. Uh, you know, when he's playing aggressive, uh, it's just hard to handle. Uh, and he started playing a little bit more aggressive there in the second half, particularly around the basket, getting some offensive rebounds. That was something that, coming into the game, we thought we could do. And we, we certainly gave ourselves plenty of chances in the first half to get offensive rebounds because yes. we couldn't find the bottom of the bucket. And uh, if I remember correctly, we had four offensive rebounds on 24 missed shots at the half. Uh, so we, we we emphasized that at halftime. I thought I got to do that in the second half. Um, but, you know, again, down the stretch, we just needed to, to execute. We would build a three-point lead with two to go. Uh, and that's where you, you've, uh, you've got to win those games. Uh, ball security, free throws, uh, and getting stops on the other end.
1: Well, you've got East Tennessee tomorrow. They're going to play here in about 30 minutes. Uh, will you guys have, have a practice tonight, or will it be kind of a ballroom walkthrough?
5: A ballroom walkthrough. Uh, you know, again, we, we play at 11 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we've got a, a, a scout building already on those guys. Uh, My assistants will be able to stay over here uh, and scout game number two here against uh, East NC State and Austin Peay. Uh, We'll go over that a little bit later on tonight with the team and uh, get ready for
1: another one. All right. Appreciate the time, Coach. Yes, sir. All right. Coach Nick McDevitt with his postgame comments, and Jordan Davis is standing by there with us as well. Jordan, uh, I know uh, as competitive as you are, tough uh, afternoon to see that one kind of slip through your fingers a little bit.
12: Yes, yeah, sir. Um yeah, it was a, a
5: tough one. Uh, we had uh, plenty of opportunities to um I felt to take the game, but uh it was a tough one.
1: You guys, uh you in particular in the second half, you had three points at halftime, had thirteen in the second half. What uh what really got you going in the second half?
5: Um I mean I just want um after the first half, I just wanted to just to calm down and just uh take a deep breath. And once I seen one go in, I knew uh, the rest of this game I was fine.
1: Do you think that uh, this team – I mean, I know there was so much anticipation of finally getting to play, uh, and, and uh, adrenaline had to be going out there this morning, didn't it?
12: Yeah, yes, yeah, sir.
2: Yeah, Jordan, I, I think that if you look at one thing that, that uh, you know, we would like to add to the mix, I thought our defensive intensity to start the game uh, was – in was extraordinary uh but when we started missing some shots it's like our defense let down a little bit and that's something we've got to work on is it not
5: yeah i agree um i felt um after probably the first couple of minutes that I first half we kind of just let up on defense but um i thought we got it back a little bit but that's
8: an uh, area we need to work on
2: yeah, the second half I thought in particular. Again, it's like every time that you made a run, your defense was what was spearheading it. You know, you had a uh, you, you you had a nice run out off of a a throw ahead where you got your dunk, and then you had another great pitch ahead off of a deflection too. So we were doing a great job of turning defense into offense there in that stretch.
1: Yes, yeah, sir. I and mean, points come easier that way, don't they?
5: Yeah, they do. Um, that get your defense going. So
1: yep. Hey, Jordan, thanks for the time today, and I know you guys are going to get some rest and prepare, and we'll get after it again tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Jordan Davis uh, joining us on the postgame show. We'll take a timeout. Back to wrap it up after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
22: Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your
17: truck is mud. Out here, it's dew.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue
1: Raider sports. Back for final time and some final thoughts on this one today as Omaha wins it 60-59, to and Kyle, this Omaha team is one that returned four starters from a year ago, a lot of experience. Six uh, out of their top eight. Yep, six out of their top eight, and I think their experience uh, kept them calm in the last couple of minutes, and I think... You know, Maybe Middle having a game under their belt also probably helped them after playing yesterday. Middle Tennessee playing their first game with a ton of new players. We saw so many good things today, Kyle, and there are good things ahead for this team. Just didn't end up with a win today.
2: Yeah, I think the frustrating thing for Coach McDevitt is that regardless of all those things you just said, and they're all true, is the fact that if we make free throws, take care of the basketball, and guard without fouling, we walk out of here with a win. And those are all fundamental things that don't have anything to do with those aforementioned things. So that's probably the the most frustrating thing for him in that situation. But at the end of the day, all you can do at this point is learn from it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to a certain degree, that's what these early games are for, is to develop chemistry, especially for us with as many new players as we've got, and then learn from our mistakes so that when these games come back up again later on in the year – you get w's out of them instead of l's
1: now middle turns instead of playing a team that returns six out of its last eight they play an East Tennessee team tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Time. That returns nobody, right? Including their head coach, head coach right. <laughs> And uh, so an all new team uh, at ETSU. They're getting set to play Austin P, who uh, Austin P looked very good yesterday uh, in, in their game. Terry Taylor's an outstanding talent, so it'll be a different challenge, uh, but uh, an in-state, so uh, that oughta that'll get your attention anyway. And well, this is, but it is still an East Tennessee team that won 30 a year ago, but. You know, all new personnel.
2: Yeah, it's a huge game for us in yeah. particular. And I think that, uh, you know, anytime you go into these holiday tournaments like this, uh, at the end of the day, regardless of what happened prior, the thing that you want to do is leave with a win. And, uh, you know, you, you don't want to walk out of there 0-2. So our resolve should be at a fever pitch for tomorrow because we need to come out of this tournament, uh, this classic 1-1 one uh, more than that, we need to play well uh, throughout the entire forty minutes.
1: And whatever it takes tomorrow to get Absolutely. one. Absolutely. All right. Want to make sure that uh, we uh, take time to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and thankful to have basketball today. Yes. With the with the Blue Raiders didn't turn out on the scoreboard like we wanted. Final score was Omaha sixty, Middle Tennessee fifty nine. Be sure to join us. Tomorrow morning, nine thirty central time, for our countdown to tip off, and then at ten o'clock, Middle Tennessee and East Tennessee uh, will face each other for the first time in uh, in quite a few years. I want to thank Nathan Wallach for uh, our technical production today. Also. Uh, uh logan johnson for his help on site dalton barrett has been our studio producer and uh, his sidekick zach woodard also helping us uh, get on the air today hope you enjoyed our broadcast again tomorrow morning middle tennessee and east tennessee until then for kyle turnham this is chip Walters saying thanks for being with us today happy thanksgiving to all and we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the blue raider network from learfield img college good afternoon
5: Congratulations to Ascend Federal Credit Union for being voted Best Credit Union and Best Bank by readers of the Murfreesboro Post. Ascend, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, serving MTSU fans with six Rutherford County branches, convenient ATMs, online banking, a mobile app, and 24-7 support by phone. Visit ascend.org to learn more about Ascend's MTSU debit card and annual scholarship. Bank where Blue Raiders belong. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA.
8: Hey, it's your homie. Sorry, it's your home. I know you don't like it when I call myself your homie. <laughs> um, so, I have some favors to ask you. Could you get rid of a few chairs in the living room? My floorboards are tired. Another easy thing, we could save money if you bundled your home and car insurance with Geico. One more thing, I know you love lavender-scented candles, but could we try Tahitian Vanilla? I think it would fit my vibe better.
12: Geico. For bundling made easy, go to
8: geico.com today. At TriGreen,
9: we stand behind you with smart solutions to keep your property looking its best. Like our Smart Savings event, where you can get a 1023E tractor for just $90 per month. That's with 0% financing for 84 months. Find more smart savings at TriGreenEquipment.com.
0: Offer ends 131-2021, subject to approved installment credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details.
17: Time
0: Thanks for listening to today's broadcast of MTSU Men's Basketball. Blue Raider Basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Our coverage is also brought to you by Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Exit Realty. Bob Lamb and Associates. America's number one exit office. And by State Farm. When you want the real deal like a Good neighbor, State Farm is there. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.